Welcome to the FWZ Talk podcast here. I am the Jamco. Going to be talking to the man who stands atop the mountain of CAW, that being the Ben Hopkins brand. He is the core All-Stars heavyweight champion of the world. We've got a long conversation coming for him. But first, the Ben Hopkins brand actually has a great deal and offer for you for all listeners of the FWZ Talk podcast. Now, if you ever think about going on holiday or even touring any continent such as Europe or Asia, the Ben Hopkins brand's got a deal for you. All you fans who want to tour Europe, who want to tour England in particular, he's got a deal for you out in association with one of the best hotel groups in the UK, that being the Premier Inn. Now, the Ben Hopkins brand is a premier athlete, and that's one of his favorite taglines. And he knows he's going to get you the best price. Best price guaranteed by booking through the Ben Hopkins brand. If you buy a saver rate room from £29, he's going to do you a full breakfast for just £8.99. £10.50 if you're in London. He'll even do you a meal deal. Now with even more choice to save up to 25% on your favorite meals. So if you're ever heading to the Premier Inn, use the promo code Nigel Farrar. If you're wondering if the Premier Inn is actually a real hotel, it seriously is. Uh, you forget those Hilton hotels you have in America. The Premier Inn is the Premier Hotel. And if you ever come over here and you're looking to stay in the Premier Inn and you're wondering, would I be able to see the Ben Hopkins brand in a Premier Inn? Around London is more likely. Because that's where he, he, he is residing. However, I'm going to give you a tip on how you know if Ben Hopkins is in the room. You go down to the breakfast room. You say, hey, have you ordered breakfast? You said, of course I have. I've got a Ben Hopkins deal. They say, great. Go into the breakfast room. And if you hear very, very faint, you can hear in the background, eggs? What kind of eggs are these, mate? What kind of eggs are these, mate? I'm the Ben Hopkins brand. I don't have poached eggs. I have bloody eggs and soldiers, son. Then you'll know that the Ben Hopkins is in the room. <laughs> See, I told you, you said, I said that I'm not going to be doing many uh, sponsors, but these are the kind of sponsors that I don't think you guys want to hear. So, let's roll into it, man. Let's roll into my conversation with the number one on the CWI list, the Core All Stars Heavyweight Champion of the World and the Premier. That being the Ben Hopkins brand. My next guest here is the man who is atop the C.A.W. Mountain. Thus, if you want to get to the top of this mountain, you've got to go through this man first. He stands there atop as the king, the C.A.W. World Wrestling Heavyweight Champion of the World. This is the Ben Hopkins brand. Ben Hopkins, what's going on, man? Hello. I'm great. How can you can you introduce me in like every show? Like, I feel like I need that. Now. Well, you know, I uh, I actually do my own ring announcing on my own show. I, put, oh. I do a little bit of a pitch shifter, so I uh, I do like to make my O's and my A's go really really long. So maybe I should talk with you on every. Uh, I, f- every show. I feel like you should. I, I feel like that's needed now. 
That's one thing I don't see a lot of. I was talking to Al Cabrera, actually, uh, about um, different things that make your show... It's a small thing. So I was talking about, like, I use my own, like, titantrons. Like, they're their own, my own things. They're not, like, the rest of one. And I do ring announcing. I think I need a CCI on a couple. Like, you really need, like, a good ring announcing. Like, I don't see that anymore. But I guess that's one thing people could do to make it be different. Uh, yeah, definitely. I, I think it's a case of slowly but surely people progressing on to adding their own stuff into shows. I mean... God, yeah, I, I, I think can it, remember a time when it was just text promos. Yeah, I mean, I, I used to use it like years ago, but I get someone else to do it. Now I just uh, kind of do it in American accent and, and, and then switch it. And I thought it's, it's a lot better than just kind of silence or when you get the in-game. Coming down the ring, this is the brand. And you're like, yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've always been lucky that my name is in the game. Like, this is yeah. Ben. <laughs> ben Hopkins. <laughs> <laughs> so you are indeed the C-A-W heavyweight world heavyweight champion of uh, caw tell me how the hell that happened um well i mean I, I don't even know to be honest um it was quite a long winding road um mm. like a lot of people kind of don't know that the plans were in motion for me to win that just a, probably a bit before coral stars 10 so where, uh, where was the actual day that this discussion happened like when were you actually told um you like that I was well, Sean didn't outright tell me first of all he kept on mentioning things about what he wanted to do with me at Coral Stars and if um, if I should go for the title and that and in the end he was like do you, do you get what I'm going on about and I was like well do you, are you saying that I'm going to win the title at Coral Stars 11 like yeah. yeah this was this was probably about two to three weeks before Coral Stars 10 um, so it was a bit like an addition to because me and Brandon were I think we had just finished our feud in the uh, the AWF over the junior heavyweight title, which was uh, well received, and I think people people wanted us to to go again. So it made sense that for such a well received feud to go to the top of Core All Stars, there was a lot mm. of uh, there was a lot of history to that because my my Core All Stars debut was at Core All Stars Nine, where Brandon right. won the title in the four-way featuring Goonie, AJ, and myself, where he pinned me. I was the last person eliminated for him to win. So there's this sort of overarching, like, three years of story that we could use for it. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, did you get any backlash from anyone when you were sort of discussing this, or anyone that does believe that you shouldn't be the one to take it off, Brandon? Um... Not while it was happening. I think a lot of people, surprisingly, we were quite surprised that people saw it as quite even. A lot of people thought Brandon right. would retain, which okay. if, if you know Brandon, Brandon's gone on the past few years to actually become a professional wrestler. I believe he worked with OVW now. Um, okay. We thought it was quite clear the right was on the wall, but a lot of mm. people didn't. Um, as far as I know, the majority of people are quite happy with it. I imagine there's a few people out there that you know aren't happy that I've won the belt, but I, I right. don't really know that. So, but you know, if if they're not happy with it, and uh, oh well, well, there's not a lot they can do about it. Exactly, you've got the strap, and that's that. So, you had a big program with Brandon Wolf, kind of built it up as you know 
what I mentioned to, I think, Emma actually a few weeks ago, where sometimes when we do, I, I like the storyline because what it is, it's a lot of time there's a lot of gaga when they do wrestling storylines. Make it too complicated because they mm. feel they need to do something different. Too many, you know, swings and roundabouts and all this other nonsense when it should be back to how it should be. Strip it all down, all the glitz and glamour. One guy, another guy, just fighting each other for one reason. Who are these guys? Why are they fight? Why should I care? And that's exactly what that was. That was one guy who is the champion who says he's the best. Another guy coming up. I want that championship. I want to be the best. And that's why it was good because it's just as simple. And it should be what wrestling always should be. Two guys fighting over something that, you know, is, is a prized possession. Yeah, I, I know um, for that feud specifically, um, when we were pitching ideas, me and Brandon had the uh, back and forth on one of the road to core all stars, which got a little bit heated, uh, oh, which right. was which was very fun to uh, record. Um, like beforehand, sometimes when I'm recording promos, I have a, uh, I guess a template that I look at, like yeah. something that's happened. So for that, I looked at the um, the Rock Austin sit down with um, Jr. before WrestleMania X Seven. Yep. Um, like obviously Brandon would beat the rock, he was the champion. I looked at Stone Cold. It was just the the you know, the I need to beat you rock with all yeah. due respect line that I really look to. So mm. if if you look back at that, um like I went in that to that with like two main goals was to put Brandon over as this as this champion, but also say I'm on your level. It's been two years since you beat me. You've not beaten me one on one while Brandon was like, he's beaten everyone. And to be fair, he had. So it was a case of just selling, you know, this is the match. This is what Coral Stars Eleven had been built around and what people were looking to. Um so it's just a case of making sure that the, the main points were hammered home, ready for when the uh, the show happened. So it's just, um, so, I mean, with with Brandon, Brandon's probably one of my key uh, key rivals throughout the years. Um, I've, I've known Brandon for years. It was, um, I think when the feud initially started between me and him in the AWF, it was built on uh, jealousy of me and him uh he was junior heavyweight champion and i'd just come out of a tag team and i felt i should have been on his level so when we were working towards building up and building it up over those years it was a case of once that title change happened at core all stars it was a case that respect has been earned on both sides and we're at the same level uh, there's a there's a fitting piece that i don't know if intentional throughout the whole thing or not was when I initially turned on Brandon in the AWF, uh, it was that I went in for a handshake and then hit my finisher on him. Right. And then at Core All Stars, when uh, I won the belt, I went for a handshake and we shook. So it sort of, it wrapped everything up in that feud in like a nice little package in the end. And of course, mm. now, now Brandon's on his retirement tour. Um, one thing we both agreed on right away was, right, that's it. We don't we don't face each other ever again. We've wrapped it up. There's no need for another match because it just wouldn't make sense. Okay, sure. So what? Who's who's kind of gunning for you next? Who who's kind of going to be that sort of in that next position? Do you do you know yet, or is it too early to tell? I do know, but you know, I've, I, I've got to keep that close to my uh... chest, obviously. Um, you know, storylines are planned out because of course stars being a multi-show extravaganza we need to put things in motion yeah obviously we've got we've got world tour two coming up where i'm facing ryan carroll who's mm. going to be 
Yeah, I hate Ryan Carroll, piece of shit. Um, oh, really? But yeah, I hate him so much. Um, but you tell. He's just a horrible person. You know, he doesn't understand time zones, so he'll keep asking me to get on Skype when it's like one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And then, like, you try and wake up for work. The second your alarm goes off, you want to you check your messages. He's there. Ooh, talk to me. It's like, fuck off, <laughs> Carol. <laughs> I love he's, it. He's, he's going to get mad, though. I feel like everyone goes on podcasts and buries him. It is quite fun. Um, well, this is the interesting thing, right? So I didn't I didn't know this Ryan Carroll guy. Someone told me about him last night on, on Cool Stars. So I was like, oh, they, they hyped him up to be like, oh, he's this big, you know, angry guy. And I listened to this like podcast with Sean Moss. He's just like a really angry guy with an opinion. Fine. He's just like anybody else. But what's what's with this constant like really anger with him? Um, he's really bad at video games. <laughs> <laughs> so um we, we always talk and you know he'll he'll play a game he'll lose and he'll start swearing and you, you can hear him like attacking his dresser in his room oh get, she's getting very mad it, it's and like i have a habit a lot of people have a habit that when someone's mad i can't help but wind them up more <laughs> it will make stuff worse but it's 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 all it's all in good fun. It's all in good fun. But he's he's the next confirmed opponent. Okay. And the the it's a, it's the first time that me and Carol have actually had a match against each other, which is quite nice. It's something unique, uh, which is what the Coral Stars titles really allowed us to uh, to do with my character. At least is to have these unique matchups that we haven't had before. Um, like. When we sort of talk about your name, your whole presentation, why why is it you decide to be the Ben Hopkins brand? Why a brand than just your name? Um, the idea for that initially came from DZW with AJ Young. Um, yeah. When he brought me in, he was like, I don't want... Because my character at that time was just, you know, your prototypical arrogant bad guy. Yeah. A dime dozen, basically. And uh, AJ was like... I, I, don't want it to just be that i want it to be a case that you're so full of yourself that you see mm. yourself more as a brand so it, it's more of a case that the the character has evolved beyond just being a mere a human like the way i look at it is if like like i'm not like if coca-cola was a person that would be the ben hopkins brand it, right sees itself as a, a monopoly on the world, this universally recognised thing yeah. that takes that too far. It, it's sort of like, um, I guess, a false deity, the, the overhyped opinion that leads, uh, that leads the character to believe that, you know, can do no wrong. And uh, something that's come in a lot recently is that where I am a hill is that whatever I'll say, I'll be like, I'm an, I'm an honest man. I, I, I don't lie, despite the fact that the character does lie, does cheat. It, it's to see itself as beyond basic things like lying, to be like, well, no, I, I can't do that. I'm not capable yeah. of doing that. Okay. So when we, when we talk about the whole sort of presentation, what, what sort of style are you going in terms of like your image? Because I, I do see a little bit of that kind of, I don't know if this is correct. I see a bit of Britpop in you. Would you say you got a bit of that in it? Uh, a little bit. I, I I look for 
like I always break my characters and their design down. Like I guess per game, I didn't buy two K twenty because it was part of the shit. Yeah. But um, I always break it down to the attire to be like kind of outlandish to be like, the fuck is he doing? What is yeah. he wearing? It's the first reaction. Um, then I kind of look at the entrance. I've used the um, soul spotlight for about three years now mm. as, a, as a case of, you know, I'm the only one that matters in my world. And yeah. then there's the theme, uh, which is two, technically three at the minute. Um, main ones being the larger than life cover of, uh, of the Backstreet Boys song by Coming This Fall. Um, which is just uh, works for the character. And my personal favorite one for when it's the full brand is uh, I'm the man by uh, Aloe Black. Oh, right. The, the song fits the character so well. Like, um, I probably spend more time shifting through songs, looking to see what would work. Like, I think if you looked at my, my YouTube search history, there's like me just typing in like buzzwords, like arrogant song or egotistical song, stuff like that. Just trying to find stuff through. I'll ask, uh, I'll ask some people, I'll be like, have you got any songs that fit sort of like, or know any songs that fit this certain level of character? And then I'll sort of look them through like that. So it got to a point where I wasn't just looking at attires. I was looking at the whole presentation so that, everything fits the gimmick yeah. so that you know what to expect. It's not a case that, oh, here comes this, uh, this arrogant character. Oh, he's going to like, you know, jump off the top rope with every move and do a 630 yeah, cent yeah. on because that doesn't fit the character. Okay. So when I hear the nickname, the Big Mac, is that obviously what I think it is? Or is that... <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Um... Cause I was like, I remember when I first saw you and I thought, is he calling himself a burger? <laughs> There is there is a story behind it. Literally, no one's ever asked the story behind it. This is this is also Ryan Carroll. Um, so, like, I would. This is this is exactly what I mean about him being like, oh, I want to talk to someone. <laughs> um, like, I would I would go out. Like, you know, sometimes you need to leave the house, do some shopping, do some other stuff, just get some fresh air. And I'd go into uh, go into McDonald's. And he'd call me, and he'd be like, where are you? And I'm like, well, first of all, it's like 4 o'clock in the morning where you are. And uh, second of all, I'm eating, I'm in McDonald's, I'm having a Big Mac. And this happened like two or three times. And he's like, oh, I'm, you're always eating a Big Mac. I'm just going to call you the Big Mac. <laughs> and then he put, it in, he put it in our group chat with a few other people, and it kind of stuck. Then I was like, oh, shit, this kind of this works. I feel like I can get this nickname over. Yeah. Well, it was. Uh, I think it's a very interesting name. And again, yeah. as, as soon as I thought it was, like, well, I, I thought it was uh, quite creative. You're kind of making uh, making it sound that Ryan Carroll basically is trying to kind of be your friend. Are you uh, are you trying to distance yourself from Ryan Carroll? I'd like to. I'd like to put on record here that we're not friends. He is <laughs> he is off the Christmas card list before anyone asks. You know, we need to we need to set these. These things out here before certain allegations get to my front door. You know, I can't, I can't wake up in the morning. The press out there trying to trying to say that I'm a friend of Ryan Carroll will be on the front pages everywhere. You don't want that. Well, the interesting thing is when you when your phone goes off and your mum's like, Ben, is that a girl that keeps talking to you? Like, no, <laughs> Carol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, luckily, luckily that's not a happen. <laughs> like, who's this Carol? I'll be like, oh, just don't, just don't. I don't want to go through it. There's too much. Too much has gone for me to speak about this. <laughs> 
Now, I have an idea I want to run by you, and uh, I only found out when I've been talking to certain people on the podcast about some of the American guys that like to meet up, yeah. sort of on WrestleMania things or New Japan shows or whatever it is, um, and come sort of through sort of um, their little, um, some of the festivals they do or, or whatever it may be. Now, I thought that we could do our own one, like we could meet up, you know, in Britain. So I thought, you know, how awesome would this be? So the Giamco. Ben Hopkins, Scott McShannon, J.C. Wolf, and Elliot May. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, this podcast Can you imagine is done. What the fuck that would be? I don't want you. You, you lured me in with those first two names, man. <laughs> well, thought, if I'm thinking to myself, who who is? Hey, we could put Tyler Watson as well. I thought bring everyone in and and just see what an absolute awkward encounter that would be. No, you know I wouldn't show up. <laughs> <laughs> I'd Sid Vicious the shit out of that. I've got some softball. I'm not going to be there. Ugh, Elliot and JC Wolf. Man, I have too much to live for. I think JC Wolf would probably just get angry with us all. You time. know what? I feel like JC Wolf hates me for some reason. I don't really know why. Why? What'd you do? Well, I think you did. Well, we were working a feud in COH and I pitched it to Travis as the idea that, you know, he was bringing in. JC Wolf, Smokey, a few other people, these quote unquote big names. Right. And I legitimately was like, I don't know what the fuck JC Wolf's done to be a big name. Okay. So I was like, well, we can work that into a feud where, you know, I can be like, why are you, why are you bringing these quote unquote big names in? You have the Ben Hopkins brand right here. You, you have all the name value possible. Just fine. Travis pitched Look at it to you. Him. Live in the gimmick. Live in the gimmick. Now, like Travis was fine, he pitched it to JC Wolf, he was fine. So I started cutting promos, no response. Okay. Cut a promo next battleground, no response. And it kept going on and on. And I think I, uh, there was one other promo where I was like, Look, I'm not getting a response. This guy fucking sucks, and you know he sucks. So why am I, why am I labored with him? Um, a lot of people liked it very much. They compared it to, um, oh, I think, think the Miz's promo on that talking smack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, where I was like, you know, I've been here week in, week out, effectively carrying you, making you relevant. I don't know what you've done, but by the time that I'm done with you, you're going to be known as the guy that Ben Hopkins beat. And then I think he cut a promo on the next battleground afterwards. It was very poor, in my opinion. Yeah, that, that's my opinion. I'm sure he thinks it's a great promo where he tried to like sell some merch with a logo he stole off of uh, was it 2K18 at the time. Really didn't kind of address anything I was saying. Like, I mean, he's Welsh, so yes. as any Englishman would do, I did call him a sheep shagger. <laughs> but like the the he hidden the, sheep <laughs> in a promo, good God Almighty! But you know, the the hidden irony behind that is like my surname's Welsh, and I, I mean he wouldn't know this, but my mum's maiden name is Welsh in origin as well. So you know. You trace it back long enough, oh shit, I look like my family's also a bunch of sheep shaggers. You know, so you could have used that just by basically looking at it. But I, I don't feel he was putting in the effort that I was putting in. So right. then he goes on the COH Discord, starts mouthing off about, so I think people were like, well, why aren't you contributing to this? And he's like, oh, I think I've carried Ben in this feud. And people were like, and oh, God, why does he keep coming up? Bloody Ryan Carroll. <laughs> <laughs> haunting me man haunting me. <laughs> it was like 
but you, you've cut, you've done nothing in this pro- this program, nothing whatsoever, and you're coming in here giving everyone attitude. And he's like, oh, here you are, a bunch of Ben Hopkins fanboys. You know what? You can have him. I'm quitting. Right. And so he just left after our, uh, our uh, match at the mega event that we had. Okay. And, you know, I thought nothing of that afterwards. But then, like, a month or two ago, he put a promo on his Twitter. Didn't tag me, but mentioned me several times about how he was coming to, to end my career and how I ruined him or something. And I'm like, well, you know, I, you ruined you. I'm, like, it's, if you had actually worked in the feud, we could have built it together. And you probably would have still been in COH. It's like, oh, I'm coming for Ben. It's like, well, no, you're fucking not, because I don't want to work with you. (laughs) (laughs) I I can very much just go, no. (laughs) And and you're done. You've cut a six-minute promo calling me out. And I can be like, well, what have I got to gain from this? No, thanks. And you're done, you know? (laughs) Do you think, though, he maybe is frustrated because he wasn't listened to? Would that be sort of what his issue is? I mean, I can see it, but at the same time, I think you've got to, you've got to listen to others. Yeah, yeah. If if you're saying you you've contributed to something you've not, and then when people ask you what you've contributed and you just call them a bunch of fanboys and and storm off, throw your toys out the pram, mm. then I don't think people are going to give you that opportunity to listen to you the next time that you come around because they're like, oh, it's this guy again. Now, what's he going to do the second that something else goes wrong? He's going to, you know kick off again i remember when sean got rid of him from the awf he was like i just you know could you keep this quiet until the show goes out Mm. and then you know fucking five minutes later he's out here telling people in another discord server guess who got released from the awf you know there's just a a disrespect that i you know you can't then go back to people and be like can i join your show it's like well well, no because you've you reap what you sow Mm. Well, I feel, I feel like we, we see this quite a lot and uh, we see it sometimes where people get angry about sort of maybe the way they're positioned or, or anything like that. And they tend to and part, sometimes, you know, I, I can understand people that are frustrated, but sometimes there's a certain way to handle a situation, which is, you know, go to the person directly and have a chat, have a conversation about what it is you're frustrated with and actually have a conversation because then when you just kind of bitch out loud, then you end up making it worse for yourself and then you end up not being a part of it at all. So that's something I see a lot of guys where it's kind of like, man, I'm getting sick about not being, and I'm, you know, I'm about to, I love it when they're like, oh, I'm going to do something. If no one, you know, sees my potential, like, what are you going to do? Yeah. It's not really what you can do. You can do leave. (laughs) (laughs) Or send like angry, angry comments, but that's sort of. Oh no, you're going to cut a shoot promo. I don't have to use in the show. Oh, (laughs) you got me. Now, I'm going to switch on here to uh, where we're going to talk a little bit about controversy oh. uh, with you, Ms. Tompkins. Now, I'm going to ask this question because I want to know myself because I generally don't know. So I've been hearing on this podcast about different leagues and different leagues that sort of have bad reputations. Now, no. I've, been, <laughs> I've been doing my research on you, as I, I do with everyone. What, what is this thing with you and CXWI? Oh, fuck. Jamco, you're tearing me apart here, man. Sorry, but the people want to know. Well, I want to know. Fuck you want to know. You want to know. Oh, man. CXW. So, have you had, you've spoken to Scott McShannon already, right? I imagine yeah, yeah, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, Okay, right. So, you're filled in the, the minor details. All right, CXWI, uh, contrary to popular belief, not my first show, my second show. I think I joined my first show when I was like 10. No, sorry, 11. 
because it's now 12 years in this fucking industry and I hate it so much. Oh, wow. um, all right, CXWI. Um, we talked a little bit off camera beforehand. Um, uh, Elliot has a... Um, oh, I mean, he might have improved, he might not have. I have him blocked, I don't care. I have him blocked on Facebook, he has me blocked on Twitter. I think we happily go about our daily lives not speaking to each other. Um, he has a habit of either, uh, not telling people what his plans are for them and yeah. also telling people plans, changing them, and then not telling them that plans have changed. You know, I don't have an issue specifically with people changing plans. I have, I've always believed that, you know, you need to communicate with people that you, that you book. You know, Ryan in ECW does that. You know, Eddie in CCL does that. Sean in AWF does that. Everyone can do that, but mm. Elliot didn't. And okay. you get frustrated and you get frustrated. And at the, the end of the day, like, I wasn't, I wasn't writing my own promos. I wasn't cutting my own promos. So the character, the more I got older, the more days go, went by, I felt more distant to this Ben Hopkins that was coming up on the show. And, you know, I was, I was a world champion. I was the, right. the guy in the show, and I was very grateful for that. But I decided, a lot of us decided we were just fed up and we left. There was me. There was some other people. There was uh, Austin has, who was also world champion. Uh, John Blackos, mm. that, that little scamp. Love him. Um, he, uh, he also left. Scott left a little, after, little while afterwards. And um, so that's fine. You know, I was very gracious i you know thanked him for his time but decided to to leave uh because i just i wasn't happy where i was i wasn't happy with the lack of communication i felt that there was a lot more that could have been done with me even at that time where i was unknown so a little afterwards uh elliot posts to his little minions that you know oh i've i've been crying non-stop about all, all these people leaving my show Mm. Um, so, you know, grow up. Uh, but if you, you then come out and you, you start calling people like liars of the stuff they're doing yourself, ironically, mm. um, he would talk to people about how Austin took control of his show and, and took it over and, and held people down and refused to lose to people, which was categorically not true. And also if someone's holding the show do you book, you record, you edit, you upload to Ransom? Fuck you doing. Um, it was also uh, something, he was getting these fake Elliot May accounts come up, right. um, pretending to be him. And he, he traced the IP. So this be... is what I wanted to talk. So this little bit I know about because I went, I don't know why, I was just bored. But yeah. I went on to Jammin' with Jay's podcast. And oh, yes. Elliot. And then I, I caught this chunk of... You, he said exactly what you said, and yes. then he then goes into this conversation about how he tried to kill himself. What? Which I was, which, so I was like, Jesus Christ! And it, it went in a completely different direction, which then followed on to that you've been and he he traced the accounts to to an IP address in London, and yes. so assumed you do that. And then I think Jay said something like, "I can, I think I know who it is." But then he was like, "If you don't show me solid proof, then." You know, I, I, I'm not interested, which which he didn't. But yeah. whatever. Again, I, I only know part of the story, so I'm, I don't know. That's why I'm asking you. But it, it kind of whatever ha harassment or whatever yeah. said he, he basically tries to take his own life. Yeah. Um, the those accounts 
100% not me. Right. I don't live in London. My, my IP address is not London. Okay. Um, like, I, I have multiple Facebook accounts. I, I have one that is now inactive because it was a personal account that I used while I was in school. I have my core account now on the Hopkins brand. And mm. I have a third one, which was a backup that runs through my very old email address. So when I found out about it, I messaged Elliot on that one. And I was like, you know, um, I think I was like, I'm sorry to hear that you're going through having these people, you know, impersonate you and say stuff like that. I just wanted to say, that's not me. While I have you blocked on my other account, um, I, you know, as far as I'm concerned, we're done. I, I don't have anything else to, to do with you. I don't want anything else to do with you. And he was, what well, I guessed at the time was understanding. He said, you know, that's fine. We can go about our separate things. We don't have to speak. So I said, just, you know, be careful. It might be someone that's still in that group. Just have right. a look at what they're asking, what they're doing, and if that matches up with that, do that. And then he went later on to jam the J and said it was me. So I sent Jay the messages of what that conversation I had with Elliot, and he was like, you know, yeah, there you go. Like I know, it, 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 like Jay was like, I know it's not you, Ben. Stop sending me these fucking messages. <laughs> but um, you know, it, it did, it did annoy me because right. I, don't, I don't live in London. I, I didn't even work in London at that time. I had no relation to the capital. Kind of wish I don't because the trains are shit. But oh god, yeah. You know, I would, I would honestly rather, you know, if I didn't have to, if I didn't have to say Elliot's name for the rest of my life, God knows that would give me some semblance of happiness. If he wants to do his show elsewhere without me, go ahead. But. Don't try and bring my name through the mud to try and make your right. lying and your compulsive lying about other people, me and my friends, look like you've done it as some kind of some kind of victim. You know, your your group of friends includes fucking, you know, El Navino, Dante, who's known to lash out and threaten people. Uh, you let Torin back into uh, your CXWI page where, you know, he has his Timmy Turner love and he's insane uh firestar heart is threatened to kill people because they were making a copy pasta in another group you know there's people yeah. like that and why would i like anyone that knows me knows that i i don't have the effort to do to go around making fake accounts why would i waste my time on someone that i'm a, i'm done with yeah you know, i i would rather focus on was like my upcoming singles runs in both COH and AWF at the time, I was looking for more shows and more ways to expand my character and also play football manager. But, you know, I don't have the, I don't have the time to go around trolling people on an account I don't own. I would rather just use my own account and make fun of them there. So who, <laughs> who, who do you think did it? Then? Um, there was this one account. I don't know if they were real or if it was someone hiding behind it called uh, Jack Delwood on Ask FM, who would continually run the product down, uh, right. make fun of Elliot and his, I guess, his minions at the time. Right. Um, just about the stuff they were doing. Look, the, the shows, the shows uh, uses a lot of adult themes that. You, you don't want to know. You just, you just don't want to know. I, I, well, I told... my question then is, is, is why does this company or show get such a bad rap? Well, because they fucked with me. 
<laughs> just just that one thing. It's that. It's the overly sexual content of a lot of what they do. Um, sexual content. Oh God, you, you you haven't heard the Lucario story, have you? Uh, I think I might have heard this. Is, this. is this the AIDS thing? This is the AIDS one oh, with the God. with the with the very graphic, you know, rape videos that somehow. Wait, what? Oh, for fuck's sake, Scott! Why can't you tell people this? Um, yeah, um, basically, Lucario got AIDS because he was a sex slave because he lost a match stipulation, and then he died of AIDS, and everyone was supposed to be sad despite the fact he murdered people uh, on, in his main event hill run before that. I hope you can see what my face is. I'm, I'm kind of like, I'm face palming, but I'm kind of chuckling a little bit just at the. Uh... I don't, I'm, not, I'm not here to like bury anybody, but what could you possibly be thinking? Look, every time I say that story, I die a little bit more on the inside. But, but was... seriously, what what are you thinking? Like, what are you thinking? What was I thinking at the time? Not, like... not, not you. I mean, like, what? Whoever's booking this. I'd, Why I'd... did they think of it and go? Oh, we'll do that. Let's do that. That sounds good. I don't know. I know everyone was like, please stop doing this. I, I was very the traditional fuck? in the fact I was like, this is a wrestling show. We should be focusing on the wrestling. Why Why have we got someone out here, you know, like being a sex slave? That's, that's so whoever, whoever wrote or booked this. Elliot. Right. So has he actually given an explanation as to why he did that? He might have, but I've not heard it. Because I, I really want to hear that. I think it was a case that... No, no, that's not that one. That was the depression story. I was like, oh, I based it off of a friend that I had that had depression. I don't know where he got the idea for what? that one. <laughs> Fuck, you're going to have to... Oh, All right, well, well, we'll move on then. We'll move on. <laughs> it's since... so fucked up. Oh. <laughs> but that's what I'm trying to understand because... Well, I, I, I'm trying to understand. I don't think I will understand. But... It's, like, uh, it's like Pandora's box. You've opened it. And all the bad stuff's come out. I'm going to leave this podcast. You're going to leave this podcast more <laughs> confused oh, about yeah. the stuff I've just said. You're going to be like, let me Google this. Like, no, don't Google that. Oh, I'm not Googling it. No, <laughs> hell no. Yeah. Look, I'm, sure, I'm sure there are some people out there. You know, I'm sure the furry community loved it. But that shit was not for me. I was well, here I'm for the rest What I'm trying to understand is, is why you would think that that was a good idea. Like what you were trying to get out of that. Because even if you say, years, even if you're like, oh, I was having a bad day. I'm like, what kind of fucking bad day were you having? Oh, Jesus, that makes my bad day seem like I fucking skip through the park. Well, now, now it does. Well, know, well, anyway. Have a bad day, rape a Pokemon. <laughs> you know. And actually, can I make a point? I love, I'm a big fan of the Pokemon games, and he's just crushed my innocence into it. Hey, me. look, Lucario was my, was my second favorite. It's my second favorite Pokemon. I, I, didn't, take, I didn't take joy in that. Oh, right. It didn't help that my third favourite Zoroark was the one pimping him out. Oh, I, I don't even know what to say. I, I feel like I'm that kind of guy that's late to the party. And then, like, <laughs> oh, let me tell you what happened in this party. I'm like, well, where was I? <laughs> you, you've, come, you've come to the house party where the house has been repossessed and half it's been burnt down. <laughs> like, Fuck to me, house. I took a wrong turn somewhere. Right, well, uh, I don't know how we move on from there, but I guess we'll try. Um. Yeah. Sorry, folks. Yeah, I mean, any audience members who's like FWZ audience who don't know, I mean, I don't even know how to explain this. So sorry, but I mean, you get a lot of viewership. I just like to apologise. And the, yeah, the you ben just Hop- they ain't coming the, back. The Ben Hopkins brand does not represent that sort of programming. Well, anyway, I would like to censor the shit out of that. Don't you worry, folks. I'm just taking a sip here. I'm pause <laughs> of the course while I think about what just happened here. 
<coughs> right. <clears throat> let's uh, let's move on. So, you, as well as you being a single star, I've also seen you be in a few different tag teams. Yeah. So one of the ones I hear about is Mass Appeal oh. with uh, Mason Chronic. With Chronic. Now, by the way, I just want to say you know that tag team, right? Yes. Right. Now, let me tell you a story. I did a podcast with Travis Sparks. Yeah. Yeah. And I said to him, "Oh, you're in a uh, you're in a tag team in." Uh, an ECF. He goes, oh, am I? I went, yeah, yeah. And then I, I can't remember what the name was. I was like, yeah, you were in a tag team. I think it was like Sean Walsh, uh, somebody else. He was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, so I, yes, so yes, I thought yes. to myself, oh, I got it wrong. So I went up online, paused the recording, went on there. I actually told him to stay <laughs> stable, and he still didn't know what it was. <laughs> I thought, well, this is a fucking good stable, because you don't have a clue you even did it. Sorry, Andrew. So at least you know I, uh, that you're in a Team, so I, I know my tag team. <laughs> good start. How did you uh, come with that old uh, that old big boy, Mason Chronic? God, oh, me and Chronic have this really weird love hate relationship. Um, okay. Uh, well, obviously, Chronic, very nice American lad, uh, likes to likes to say horrible things about the British, about the Revolutionary War. Whoa, 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 whoa! When is this? Uh, he likes to yell, "We won the war!" at me a lot. About how uh, how America um, how we gave America the Revolutionary War because we didn't want them anymore. Um, yeah, um, he also makes fun of the fact we put U the the letter U in words like color, you know. Yeah, because we actually created the English language. We yeah. actually ruined it. Not color, is it? You know, fucking hell. No one pronounces um, that. Like, <laughs> there's this weird chemistry between me and Chronic where. It's one of those things on paper where you look at it where it shouldn't work, but it worked. It's like it's like Team Hell No is the one I've always compared it to, where you're like, well, Daniel Bryan and Kane as a tag team shouldn't work. Yeah. But then you look at the two of us and there's this... I don't think we've really had that many matches as a team specifically, but everyone knows the story of, of me and Chronic. We started in, I think the first time was in like a CCWO. Uh, okay. Where we started teaming up, and I helped him win the belt back at the first day of Coral Stars Nine because you know I worked both days because I'm a pro, um, and um, it, it started from there. I think the idea is supposed to be that we're we're best friends that hate and use each other. Right, like okay. the second, like Chronic lost the belt, he attacked me, and of course, spoilers on a CCO, a C, sorry CCL with a one one zero. Um, after I beat TGO, you know, we all beat up Chronic because, you know, I'd used him and we, we were done. <laughs> so, so, you know, in a few months' That's time, we'll, we'll, like we'll, be, we'll be hugging and, and teaming again. But, you know, it's just, it's one of those things. We're, we're just, it's a very, it's a very tumultuous relationship, to say the least. What I find a lot is when I was back in uh, CEW all those uh, all those years ago. You may not know my story. I was busy here ten years ago, and then I basically ran away and then never came back. And then I came back. So oh, you should have stayed away. <laughs> this is a terrible place. I'm trying <laughs> to get out for over a decade. Well, after what you just told me, I think I'm going to run off again. I've been trying to leave for ages, but people were like, "Oh, here's another belt," and I'm like, "Well, how can <laughs> I say no?" So when I was around, and even probably Scott. I mean, I, I barely knew Scott at that time. And that, mm. again, my memory is really hazy with like SMF forums and things like that. There wasn't really a lot of British people around, or even English people. It was just, you know, Americans, Canadians. There wasn't really a lot of uh, a lot of these different things. 
what do you think it, it means to kind of be like a, a British guy doing this kind of stuff? Because it seems like we are the ones that are kind of the the dying breed, if it were. You know, it's really weird, but helpful. Because <laughs> the one thing I heard when I initially joined like AWF and COH was like, oh, there's not a lot of British people. So your accent <laughs> stands out. So yeah. people automatically know who you are. And I mean, you know, I don't think NXT UK is going to really help the fucking thriving indie scene in the yeah, UK. So I think there's going, to be a, there's going to be a lot less of us, you know, unless, you know, Pete, if Pete Dunn wants to step into the AWF, I think, you know, we could, we could work something out. I could yeah, job yeah. him out in a few minutes, you know. <laughs> but um, it's weird. Um, I know when I was really young, like, oh, we're talking 12, 13-ish, I tried to get some of my friends who were wrestling fans involved. They didn't want to. Mm. Um, so, you know, well, I'm Coral Stars champion now. What are you doing? Uh, student debt, is it? Mm. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't actually know. You know Coral's such a, a niche field. It, it's, yeah. it's, it's like a group within a group within a group. Yeah. That, you know, if you, you circle it around where you find the majority of wrestling fans is going to be in the States. And then you filter it down, you filter it down. Cause we have like some Canadians, like there's John, John Blacko, who is like the only French guy that I know. And yeah, you, yeah. you get, you get Nitro who's Australian. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's just one of those things where unfortunately, you know, we, we don't have the reach to attract more British people. I'd love for there to be more British people because fuck me, it would reduce my workload. Well, I, th- I think that the, the biggest issue we have is the goddamn time zone. It's the biggest pain in the yeah. ass ever. And especially yeah. when they're like, and then we've got one time zone. They got fucking five. I know. Why yeah. do you need five for? I'm like, how many hours are you behind? Like, I'll get on like Skype. You know, I don't like to do a lot on the weekends. I like to rest. I throw myself a lot into my work during the week. So I'll be like sitting down on like two o'clock in the morning here. And like someone will be like, oh, you know, I've just had lunch. And I'll be like, lunch? <laughs> I had that half a day ago. <laughs> well, it's like when they're like, well, so uh, you're usually about five hours behind. Can we, uh, do we, can we do a podcast here? Oh, no, I'm six behind. <laughs> All right, well, fine. Well, can you, what about you, can you do off six? Or, oh, no, I'm seven behind. I'm like, well, why have you got space of an hour? Do you, do you all need that hour just, just, just to breathe? Sometimes I think it's just a massive rib. Just, you know, oh, they're not going to check it. <laughs> I remember, I remember <laughs> when, uh, like, my, my manager went away to America at some at one point, and, like, they were like, how, how, uh, how far behind is he? I was like, six. And they were like, how do you know? I was like, just trust me, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it was like, sorry, it's like, oh, it's like it's five. It's like he's probably asleep. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to talk about your uh, your humble beginnings oh, of CAW. What is the Wesley Wrestling Association? Oh my God, you have done your fucking research. I come prepared, young man. Fuck me, nobody brings this up. Literally nobody. Oh my God. Um, so I believe the... it was started by uh, Mr. Scottay. Got A22, yeah. It was uh, a reboot. His initial shows, uh, which was Scott A's Wrestling Federation, the SWF, and its developmental SCW, which was the first league I joined. His channel got taken down, and then he booted it back up. Um, I didn't realize he booted it back up. I came across it by accident one day, and I was like, oh, shit, I'm in this. Um, 
Oh, sorry, no, I was about 12, uh, about 10. Oh, shit, I'm in this. There we go. <laughs> um, like, again, it was just like text-based promos at the time. Um, God, just thinking back to them, like the whole character evolution from then fucking mad. I remember yeah. uh, I, the guy that I was in a tag team with there, Triple E, is one of my many former friends that I just don't speak to anymore. Don't know why. Just don't think we. Uh, just think we drifted apart at the time. Uh, we went through school with him. Um, I, I remember being like this twelve-year-old, eleven-year-old, no confidence. I I remember back then I was just like, well, I'm just happy to be part of a show. Yeah. And now we zoom forward like twelve years, and I'm like, oh, I'll put the world title on me. Go on. Well, uh, when I did my uh, my research. Um... One one of the things that you sometimes have is, especially with professional wrestling, they have like the big big feuds that everybody remembers, mm-hmm. and then everybody talks about the underrated feuds that no one really talks about, which end up you know some people say you know, Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, but then people say, um, oh does anybody remember that that feud between Triple H and Austin or or Bret Hart and Undertaker, Mankind and Undertaker, and when they talk about CAW, they say you know those big big matches you know with with AJ Young and 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 uh, Brandon Wolf and you know Ray Geddes and then they talk about the and, under and, and Ben Hopkins. Um, but I'm coming to this because oh. th- then they talk about the underrated feud of Ben Hopkins and Mr. Olympia. Oh my god! <laughs> Fuck me. I can't even remember what fucking happened there. Jesus Christ! Well, I I researched it and the description I was given was. Hopkins debuted on episode one, where he confronted Mr. Olympia for stealing the spotlight from younger stars. Yes, yes, Both I remember this. I remember this. Both men went on to form teams of three for WWA Armageddon, which Olympia's team won. Yeah, fucking, you know, he wouldn't do the job, brother. <laughs> yeah, put the young guy over for once. So where's Mr. Olympia now? Fucking unemployment line, man. And then I have, lastly, a, a really strange description of something which has absolutely nothing to do with anything but i'll read it to you anyway it says both ben and triple e that's, uh, that's my mate tried to get nightwing to join yes. the next destroyers yes as the team lacked strength going forward yeah we sucked nightwing kept refusing so during his match with nathan slash, miss nathan slash. at no way out they attacked both men in a later tag team match nightwing turned on slash bastard and allowed the destroyers to win on episode 16, yes. Wing revealed it was all a setup, and he was the leader of the Manic Destroyers. On the same night, the Manic Destroyers defeated the Extreme Vipers. On the uh, CAW list of best tag teams ever, where do you think the Manic Destroyers are? Fucking bottom. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that Nightwing, uh, that Nightwing Hill turn match. It was it was a like uh, tag team cage match, like. I was a massive DWF fan uh, at the time. And, like, Scott A just randomly bought Nightwing in. I was like, well, I, w- I want Nightwing in this stable. You know, I yeah. think it would be cool. I think it would help establish us. And, like, I remember the, 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 the tag team cage match. He hit his turning of the night, left the cage, and then it was basically a handicap match for, like, 10 minutes. But, you know, it was nice to have, like, the DWF guy in the stable at the time and then to think all those years later i would then work with you know, dwf commentator the doc like and him to have such high praise for me really kind of bought it all round in the end so you know fun time wwa i do i do miss it 
to be honest. Uh, you know, it was my first show. Uh, I do I do hold fond memories of it. I, I spoke to Mr. Scott a, uh, oh, about two or three about a year or two ago. And he, mm. You know, he he can't bring the show back. He has you know commitments in life, which we all do. Mm. Some of us just choose to ignore them. If you're me. Because you know these promos aren't going to cut themselves, um, yeah. but you know he was—he was very happy to see I'd gone on to have success. And I, I, if he is listening to this, which you know maybe he will, maybe he won't. I, I do wish him all the best. And if he ever does want to come back, bring some of his characters back, I would happily welcome him back into into this uh, industry, into this family, if you will. So I got a storyline idea that I want to run by you, and it goes a little something like this. So, here's what happens. I sign you to the FWZ. Uh-huh. You come in, but you come in with a manager. Mm-hmm. You're going to have a, a feud with me. Mm-hmm. We're both going to have managers, and they're going to talk for us. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to have a manager who's going to be Gary Lineker. Oh, no. And you're going to have a manager, and it's going to be Nigel Farage. Oh, How would you put that? No, I'd like to request my release. <laughs> you, were, you were a fan of Mr. Farage? No, I hate him. <laughs> How much on what scale of one to ten do you hate him? Um, cards. Let's tip the scale. Let's see. <laughs> um, oh, five hundred. Actually, no, I think that's quite generous. Um, God, I can't think of a number large enough to be honest oh. with you. Do we dare get into the discussion? Do not do it. This I is a core podcast. I don't know if we all want to do it or not. Look, I was thinking about this, and I was like, do we have the time? Or should we just leave it? Look, core means core, all right? I, I hear you, but... If anything, I'm going to get an intelligent conversation out of you. If I do Scott, he's not going to give me anything. He's just going to well, say, A lot uh, of bastards! Well, I'll meet you in the middle and we'll discuss it off camera. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll do that. Sorry, folks. Uh, subscribe to Jamco's OnlyFans if you want that conversation. <laughs> Yeah, we'll do our own Brexit podcast on yeah. separate, separate. God, episode. could you imagine that? That'd be, oh, the height. Well, the, the, the thing is, usually I, I keep my, my podcast about maybe an hour, hour and a half, two at max, and it'll go on for like four hours. <laughs> it's all <laughs> angry. Oh, God. But then again, I don't know many who are, are like, say we were Remainers, right? Say mm. we got some levers. And it was a debate, and that would just go all day long. But I don't know who's a lever, so we'd need that, and then it would just get... Mm. It'd get very heated and very angry. Tell me about the TCF. Oh, oh, the TCF. The Troll Core Federation. The Troll Core Federation. A friend of the show, Jay Crack, you know, he won that. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think you can describe the TCF. <laughs> Well, I have here that you, and I want to know how the fuck you did this. You are a three-time TCF swag team champion. Oh, yeah. All my, all my tag team partners kept and, dying. <laughs> and here's, here's the dynamic. Two people who uh, couldn't even go into a sentence together. <laughs> one with Steven Syntax. God rest his soul. And one with Kerry Von Erich. God rest his soul. How, how, how why, when... Well, me and Stephen won the belt. Okay. Stephen died. Stephen died. Stephen died. We haven't heard from Stephen in months. How did he die? I don't know. All right, I don't know. You didn't, he didn't get raped, dude, did he? I don't think he did. He God. might have done. I think Stephen would probably enjoy it. Look, Stephen's been missing for months, and because I, I think he 
I mean, he lives relatively close, somewhere. I don't actually know where he. Somewhere. Ah, yes, this is where I want to talk to you about. Yeah. Now, I always remembered Stephen because we did the first call stars together, right? Mm. So, I hadn't really talked much about him because I didn't know if anyone still remembers him. Then he goes to the Court All Stars Hall of Fame and I was like, oh Sean, gonna get Steven on. He was like, I hold of him. Which <laughs> I felt funny. And um then I was like, I remember him being British. So I was like, he must have lived somewhere. So I thought, oh you're coming on. You know, fellow Brit, you might be able to help me as to where you believe he he's located. Oh I don't know. Because I'm... if he's not coming back, maybe we can hunt him down. Because you what, if you ever missed... if you ever come down to London, hit me up, we'll do a Steven search party. Because he especially, um, I don't know if you listen to the Jay Crap podcast, mm. and him and he was actually talking about, you know, in an emotional way, how him and Stephen were quite good friends. Yeah. Sort of drifted apart, he didn't go over. So, you know, I'd be knocking, knocking on Stephen's door and be like, oh, mate, you bloody doing my man Jay Crack like that. If I did, yeah, I would. Um, I, do have, I do have a relatively quite amazing story about Stephen in the little time I knew him. Um, yeah. I like Stephen. He's another very depressive Arsenal fan. Um, oh, we'll so get that. Stephen, uh, this isn't the first time Stephen's gone missing. As my uh, as my cat, who's appeared in several of my promos, just wants some attention. Um, so you know, Sean messaged me one day. He was like, "Look, as the British in in our group, it's up to you to call Stephen." I was like, oh, "I don't want to call Stephen." <laughs> uh, in the end, I did. He gave me his number. It went. Uh, yeah. right. It rang, it went to voicemail. I don't remember what his number is. I didn't save it down. I was like, hi, Stephen, it's Ben, you know, your friend, cool guy. It's the Big Mac. Um, we think you're dead. Could you perhaps confirm you're not? <laughs> Thanks. Um, so he came back to the group a little while later, mm. like two or three months later. And I was in the call with him. Like, and I was like, Stephen, why did you never respond to my voicemail? And he was like, oh, yeah. Um, or I saw it was ringing and I let it go to voicemail and then I heard it was you on the voicemail and I went back to sleep. <laughs> but I was like, oh, thanks. You know, oh, make me feel fucking wanted. This could be a kind of, we could almost we do something in CAW that's never been done before and that is resurrect someone in no. real life. Which... Oh, right. I was, I was like, I swear there's been a resurrection before. But, <laughs> but um, that is actually a very interesting, uh, interesting thing to find here. Maybe. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like you know, Stephen's among us. He's, you know, every time I, I honestly feel like I must have walked past him, or he has seen me and hidden. Have you ever met him in person? Never met him in person. I, I have a rough idea of what he looks like. Right. But like, I tried to search him up on LinkedIn the other, the oh, other right. month because I was like. Yeah. Shit, he must have LinkedIn, yeah. and it turns out he set out a fucking troll account on LinkedIn. Like the fucker's dead. <laughs> so you can't find him on Facebook or anything like that. Um, I've got his Facebook, but it's it's not active. Like right. he hasn't posted anything in it in years. Doesn't have Twitter. I mean, I don't think Discord was around the last time he was alive. Um, like, there's just nothing. <laughs> like no here's, one knows. Here's my here's my theory that I said to yeah. Jake right, and I only took a little bit. So. He mentioned about him, him keep going off and keep coming back. I know he said that there was a lot of like personal things that happened, which I don't know about. Mm-hmm. But it seemed to me that what was being described was somebody who, because they said, oh, they're going to meet up with him um, somewhere when they were doing their like, meetups that they do. And he never turned up and he called up at the last minute. So I said that that sounds like someone with some sort of underlining anxiety. Mm-hmm. Someone who just doesn't sort of meet up with you in person. But of course, that doesn't explain all the, you know, 
coming in, coming out, and uh, kind of avoiding everyone and never coming back today. Could be laziness, could just be, you know, not appearing and just, you know, can't be bothered doing his own thing. But it kind of struck me as, as someone that's maybe got a little bit more stuff going on than, than usual. And as horrible as it is to say, if you're going on all these social media accounts, you can't find him, surely that kind of shouts out something, you know, dramatic might have happened in his life, even to him. Yeah, um, it's possible. I know last time that he went, Sean messaged one of his uh, mutual friends um, that, um, and they were like, yeah, he's doing, he's doing fine. Um, he, you know, I've told him to message you and he just, he just kind of never did. I, I think it's a case, you know, I don't think Stephen's one to keep in contact with people. I, I think once he's, once he's done, he, he's done. Um, you know, we miss Stephen. If he's mm. one of the, if he's one of the, the millions that listens to this, can you fucking return my call? Yeah, he bloody won't be done. Yeah, it's been sure. like two years, Stephen. I called you in the middle of a Primark. Really? Yeah, boy. I needed, I needed like a very cheap, like I think I was going on holiday. I needed some like very cheap shirts to, so I could be like, all right, in case everything else goes wrong, I can just use these. And then I was like, well, shit, while I'm looking, I might as well phone Stephen. <laughs> Go over to Primark. Yeah. Well, I think it's something that we should do. It's kind of like the TV show Catfish, you know, they're on the laptop mm-hmm. and, they're, and they're trying to track his, his social medias. But I think that would probably be more of a, uh, a difficult task for us to, to do that. But, hey, you never know. People, never go, Hey, I came back, so it's not possible. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, I'll get questions from... Uh, from people on the other side of the pond about like places Stephen has gone sometimes. I remember, I think one of the first ever times I spoke to Jay, he just randomly was like, Ben, have you ever been to Ilford? And I was like, <laughs> I was like yeah, I've been to Ilford. And he's like, oh, Stephen didn't like it there. And I was like, well, it's not the best area, but it's a bit of an odd question. <laughs> have you ever been to, I mean, you know, tourist destination, Ilford. Tourist destination. I'll tell you what, it's really nice on a rush hour. Like so many people get off at Ilford. There's just, you can, you can just, you can sit down in the end after that. You know, you get onto the train a bit late. There you go. So you've been to uh, many different leagues now. Is there any leagues that you're looking at and you're thinking, you know, I might want to, I might want to appear there. I might want to do something with this guy. Oh, apart from your fabulous league. Oh, piss off. Now you're kissing my ass. Oh, let me get a cheap plug in. Come like, honestly, I'm in so many leagues. <laughs> I've been in so many <laughs> leagues. But I'm just like, if anyone's like, oh, do you want to come? I'm like, no, extra work. <laughs> you serious? Yeah, yeah. Do you ever get to a, a point where you kind of get a bit tired of this, this whole, this whole bubble that we're in. Yes, like, um, I think it comes down to the fact that, you know, throughout doing, I've been what 12, 11, 11, 12 years non-stop effectively of doing this, and um, you know, I came in with with a goal. I was like, oh, it'd just be nice if I was on the show, and I, even if I was just making up the numbers, done that. Be like, oh, you know, it'd be nice to be in another show, done that. Uh, it'd be nice to win a belt, done that. Be a world champion, done that, and so forth and so forth. That when I look back at it now as Coral Stars champion, I'm like, well, shit, what else can I do? Mm. And it was, it was a little while ago. I was like, well, I've, I've won everything, so now it's just a case of, okay, but what's what stories can I tell? Um, I started seeing it. 
number of years ago. It's, this is just like a form of, of theatre. We're, we're telling stories. Mm. To, to borrow a Vince McMahon quote, we are, we are just telling stories. So I'm like, okay, mm. what's, what's the story we're telling here? Is it something that I can invest my time into? If it's if it's just a case of uh, you you come in and say he bad and then fight, I'm like, oh yeah, I kind of I kind of need kind of need more than that to sort of like sink my teeth into, like yeah, I, I, I you know I done drama in school and that's where a lot of my my confidence come from because mm. when I started I happily admit I was a very very shy anxious individual I didn't I didn't have my voice effectively until I was like seventeen. And then once it hit, I was I was very very outspoken, um, very 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 outspoken. You know, turned a lot of heads. Um, I don't think I'm welcome back at my school anymore. Which you know, oh well, uh, that's a that's a funny story. Oh, we can get to that, don't you worry? Oh yeah. What you, what's your opinion on uh, Sean Paul going into Love Island? I don't watch Love Island. Neither do I. I just wanted to see what your opinion was of, of Sean and Paul. Yeah. And if we can get Sean Walsh into a Sean Paul gimmick. I, like everyone else at my workplace watches it. And I was like, I, I don't watch it. But like someone on my team was like, oh, but don't you love like gossip and talking about stuff? And I was like, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I can honestly say I'm not. Yeah, I'm like, I don't get it. I don't see the hype in it. Like people are like, oh, oh, did you see Love Island last? And I was like, no. Did you see AWF Pain for Pride last night? How about that? <laughs> yeah, and you always surprised me. Actually, I did. <laughs> I'd be like, what? You'd be like, no, no, you didn't. And then you say, yeah, did you watch CXWI? And you go, oh, okay, we'll move on. They'd be like, pack your bags, you're done. <laughs> you're fired. <laughs> well, you sound like you potentially want to hang up the boots, as it were, wrap it up. Is that is that happening in the near future? Probably not in the near future. Um, I think I've got a few years left in me. You know how it is. Um, I think like I'll know the time when it's time for me to go. I, I think you know you want to you want to bow out the top. I'm like fuck no. I want to make a right embarrassment of myself when some people have to sit me down and let me go. Uh, I, I think we are coming to an end of this this generation of of call. It's it's something that's become a more frequent discussion between me and others. It's just like, oh, you know, I'm looking towards the end and, you know, I'm not going to be doing this for years and years down the line. People start making plans for, you know, I'm getting close to a final season. Maybe I'll do one more season and that'll be it. I, I yeah, eventually, as much as I don't want to, you've got to put someone over in the end. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's just a case now for us that we just want to make sure that you know we leave core in a better place than we found it. You know, yeah. with these with the with the Vivian verses and and racist Danny Jackpot, who's definitely left God. core but is still in it. Um, we just you know we want to leave it as a as a happier place. And yeah, you know, we're not going to achieve that. We're not going to make it completely drama free. But if we can get people to you know see the benefits of doing this. I'm not the only person, I guarantee I'm not, that's found a voice and has found confidence by doing core. And at the end of the day, that's what we should look to encourage. I think if I stayed the way I was when I was 12, fuck me, I would not be on a core All-Stars. I wouldn't be the champion. Mm. I probably wouldn't, I probably would have not been in any leagues. We wouldn't be having this interview right now if it wasn't for the people that I've made friends of in this, uh, in this community. 
So you say the sort of current generation that are kind of wrapping up. Who's in that group? So, you know, I've spoke to AJ quite a bit about it. Uh, Sean, I know as well. I mean, we're looking at, you know, down the line, we're all around the same age. And it's like, well, you know, eventually the spare time's going to run out. Yeah. You, you know, I can't. I can't come back every night. I can't come back every night now and be like, oh, yeah, I'll sit down and you know, we'll record these promos and then I'll stay up till three o'clock in the morning discussing storylines. You know, I'll stay yeah. up till three o'clock in the morning making fun of Ryan Carroll, but it gets to the point where it's like, okay, like, I'll set time aside some, sometimes to then record promos. So it's like, you know, I think as you get older, you get more responsibilities. Like, yeah, yeah. And there's just not enough time in the day to be like, oh yeah, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit down and map out the next eight weeks of this feud. So who's the sort of next crop of of Cortal Stars guys? Who do you think's in that next generation? You know, there, there's guys out there like uh, Connor Green. Alex James, uh, I think Damien Valentine, they're all in uh, Ryan Paul Jones's ECW. They're all they're all young. They're all taking a vested interest. I thought you said Will Young. <laughs> Will. <laughs> Will Young's coming to all yeah. Cool Stars people. Will, Will Will Young, you know, net Cool Stars Hall of Fame. Book it, Sean. You owe me. Um, yeah, and I mean, there's probably more. You know, after um, after we go for it, you know, hopefully. Yeah, I, I, you'd like to keep this as a revolving door where more people keep coming in um, but you know if it dies it dies well it's kind of a sad thing because it's kind of well there's different interpretation who of kind of what that is you know, you've got people from all the way back that have it as one side and talking about um, back, in, back in the day like some sort of old grizzled veteran back in the day we went 60 minutes brother <laughs> So it's it's kind of different sort of interpretations to sort of what that is, and I guess it depends on who's there to keep it going and and done in a sort of mature way. Because if it's left to certain individuals, and God, it will just die. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, I kind of I kind of want to leave when I do leave. Years, well, I've got years down the line. Uh, I do kind of want to leave it in good conscience where uh, I can be like, okay, you know, there are, there are good people here at the forefront because, mm. you know, not to be egotistical, but as the Coral Stars champion, I do see myself as one of the people at the forefront that the well, people we're, we're handing it to have that same sort of moral. Like, I, was, I was speaking to Sean the other day and I was like, look, if no one steps up when it's time for, I mean, for Sean to go, yeah. What's going to happen to Core All Stars? What's going to happen yeah, to yeah. CWI 100? We need to, you know, if we leave it in the hands of the wrong people, everything that we've built up for the past decade and a bit just goes overnight, yeah. effectively. And it's just a case of making sure that, you know, that doesn't. So if the case, if there is a, a El Hijo, the Ben Hopkins brand, who should be booked as world <laughs> champion right away, um, you know, I would heavily discourage them from joining this horrible, poisonous industry. But if they did, you know that there is there is something there. There is a form of entertainment because you know for fucking twelve years this has been. I have been creating my own form of entertainment. Hmm. Who do you think would be a good person to to leave Core All Stars to? God, that's a <laughs> that's not a question for me. <laughs> um, as as someone who has 
never edited a show, who's never fully booked a show, mm. that's that's something I can't decide. I can I can only go, you know, here's someone who I feel that once I'm done can fill my role. Yeah, I, I can't yeah. I can't be like, yeah, well, you know, uh let's give it to fucking him over there who's never who's never done a show before. They'll 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 run it fine. Well, regardless of whoever, it's, it's always going to be an interesting as a passing of the guard because regardless of if it's the person that you like the most or even someone that you kind of think should do it, there'll always be a sort of subjective member of the community because there'll be people that don't like them. So people won't like it because it's different. And I think either way, when Sean goes, it's going to be different in some capacity because of the way that it's going to... Which well, is going to be different because they've got a different vision for it, and oh, 100%. You know, people yeah. might bring people in that you know haven't been, and then that might piss anybody else off. So then they'll go. So it'll it'll kind of be a kind of headache, like a spaghetti junction, because there'll be so many routes that they want to go down and and sort of change around. It's, yeah. it's going to be different regardless of what that is. I mean, there's obviously going to be a transition period. You know, I think the worst thing we can do is you know man you this up so that when Sir Alex Ferguson and Sean goes that we give mm. it to like a, a, a Ryan Carroll or a David Boys and it just goes all just goes all tits up. <laughs> as, as a reference that about four people are gonna get and I'm very happy I pulled it off. Is there any guys you've checked out that you wanna do business with? Anyone you wanna Um I've I've been very interested in um I had one match with Alex James where I think I poked him in the eyes about six times and I had great fun watching that match. I'd love to revisit that. Um the whole idea was that he was uh, I keep on saying every now and then on like Twitter and whatnot, I'll be like, Oh, he was he was bullying me, he was saying mean things, so I had to defend myself. And it's like, yeah, but you keep poking him in the fucking eyes. Yeah, yeah. Um it's him, <laughs> you know. Uh I'm very happy that me and AJ are finally uh, finally getting a feud in CCL. That that ticks another one off my box. Yeah. Um, let's have a look. Let's have a look. I can't fucking remember people. Um, Jay, you know, Jay is probably the main one that I just, for whatever reason, we've just never been able to feud. Yeah. Because we've been on separate shows and we've both been hills at the same time. So I'd like to uh, I'd like to feud with him. John yeah. John Blackos, that lovely French human being, I'd, I'd, I'd love to face him again. I always have yeah. great fun working with John or just listening to John. Um, he does have a he does have a habit of calling me a fat bitch, which <laughs> is not, it's not it's not nice, you know. Fat bitch. Yeah, you fat bitch. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you come back? Because he, I can't say that. Just you know, link it in. I, I probably have. Probably, yeah. It's just called wankers. Yeah. Like, Shut up, Gene. You know, if you're on American television, you can say wanker and it doesn't get censored. Can you? Yeah. I, I saw people the wrong on there. Business. And it was Man. like, some guy, I think it was like some British, I think it was um, Robert Carlyle. was like, oh, you're wanker. And then he like put his hand over his mouth, like, oh, sorry. And then it weren't censored. And because I guess it's not a swear word over there, they can just say wanker. So. Well, I just want to go on American television and just keep saying wanker, 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 wanker all the time. You know what? I was just thinking the exact same thing. I feel like there's a hole in the market here. To <laughs> it. Just keep saying it. Yeah. And then probably someone will be like, man, you, you're really angry. Yeah. I tell you what, you get a camera. We'll meet. We'll do a search for Stephen where we call everyone a wanker <laughs> and we'll pitch it to NBC and they'll definitely pick it up. Oh, God. They'll probably have Ryan Seacrest host it. <laughs> get off it. Let's get into the old. Uh, 
Well, the old question of professional wrestling. How did you get into professional wrestling? Um, God, I've been a fan of professional wrestling ever since I can remember. My my brother was a fan. Uh, Dad, I think, was somewhat of a fan. Um, I was born in the good uh, the year of our Lord, nineteen ninety seven. By our Lord, I of course mean the Ben Hopkins brand. Um, the um, and it kind of came through from that. I remember growing up. We had, uh, God, I'm going to show my age here. We had all the uh, the VHSs of the uh, the whole oh, yeah. era pay per views. Yeah, you remember those kids? You remember VHS? Yeah, <laughs> I'd say yeah, recording Monday Night Raw every goddamn like having to record it. Got, it got to the end, you'd have to rewind it through while watching it backwards to get to the start. Yeah, yeah, and then you'd be like, well, hang on a minute. How do I? I don't want to see it, so I'm gonna to have to rewind it and then close my eyes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh god, there are people going to listen to this. Like, what's a VHS? Oh, yes. <laughs> wow, we're really getting old. I didn't think I'd god. be in that position anymore. I'd feel like I'd be like the guy, like, oh, you don't remember the old days? Now I'm telling people they don't remember yeah. the old days. Uh, like, um, I always remember. I really liked the the old Survivor Series pay per view. I think it was just for the sheer fact that there were so many people on the front. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I would just watch like all of them. Um, I remember watching like WrestleMania 15 on VHS like at least yeah. once a week, and like when people were like, "Oh, WrestleMania 15 is a bit shit," I'm like, "How dare you!" First of all, well, interestingly enough, what I love about it is is of course us British are always having to either stay up late at night when my parents would allow me, yeah. which was never, or having to record it and then. The pain in the ass because the VHS was on a time limit. If it overran, you didn't bloody see it because it got oh, cut off. Done. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like you bastards, you overran and I can't see it. I'm so I'm so glad that I'm now 23 and I can just be like to, to my mom every now and then. I'll just like I'll order like the next AEW pay per view on um, on fight and I'll just be like, yeah, I'm staying up till four o'clock in the morning on this Saturday. Um, <laughs> it's like, is it? I, I can look. I'm allowed. I'm old. I'm old enough, mom. <laughs> Well, um, they were they were certainly the good old days, and I think yeah. the interesting thing about that though is, especially where we were, and I guess because it, the access to pay per views wasn't easy, it kind of made pay per views like an exciting thing to watch. Yeah, it, it was a must see. You had to check it out. You want to see, you know, Austin. You're going to see Rock, and you're going to see what was going to happen. And you know, it was kind of like a you know get excited for the next morning to check out you know any any wrestling pay per view. Yeah, I think there's always also been a massive disconnect between like English and fans for the rest of the world where, mm. you know, we had SummerSlam 1992 and we're like, well, when's the next pay-per-view going to be? Yeah. Over? And, you know, like, you know, SummerSlam 1992, it's not the greatest mm. pay-per-view of all time. I, I would say it features one of the greatest intercontinental title matches of all time. Yeah. But it, it's just that idea that, you know, have you have you been to Wembley since it was rebuilt? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like you know, despite the fact it costs like ten quid for a burger inside the stadium, it, Fuck it's you know. a, a fabulous venue. <laughs> and well, like, see, here's here's the here's here's discussion. If we're going to get into discussion about it, do you believe? Because I've got my opinion, which I'll share afterwards. Do you believe there'll be, well, one one side a WrestleMania or which I think we will, which I'll continue in a moment, a big AEW production. I think there'll be a big AEW production. Mm. Uh, not on the scale of like a WrestleMania would yeah. be like WrestleMania. If it's going to be in England, it, it, it's going to be based in London. So you're looking at either, I think the choice of Wembley 
the Emirates, the Olympic Stadium, all that uh, toilet bowl that Tottenham play in. Um, <laughs> where if it was hosted at that last one, I like I would refuse to go out of principle. Um, what do we think of Tottenham? Shit. Um, well, but I, I know AEW well. have. Uh, I, I hope you're not a Tottenham fan. I've just called you. Oh, I'm not. Don't worry. Thank God. Um, what are they a Tottenham fan from? No one from near there. Hey, look, you know, people make some weird choices. Oh, I know. It's, it's weird. It's like, so I work in Burnley, right? Yes. That's a shit all on its own. Burnley? Yeah. It's, oh, it's a long oh. story. But they're all like, you know, Burnley fans. But then there'll be people who are like, oh, who do you support? I support Chelsea. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what are you fucking, what Chelsea for? It, it makes no sense, but God yeah. knows why. Burnley, anyway, gosh. go on. Um, so I know I, I believe that AEW are looking to do something over here, and there are there are like I guess lower tier venues. I mean, you look at I mean before NXT UK was really a major thing. You know, Progress ran Wembley, ICW ran the Hydro for years. There are capable venues. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I I think it is that time zone that's the issue, and yeah. you know it's a case of well you don't want to. Um, you don't want to put these pay-per-views on record. You don't want spoilers coming out. But I think with, you know, there was the takeover at Wembley Arena. Mm. There was, you know, there's these NXT UK takeovers that are put at, you know, a reasonable time. But if it's if it's like a, a, a WrestleMania, you know, what's WrestleMania go on these days? Like eight, nine hours. You what's... can't run that at the UK at a sensible time, you know. I, I think as a as a country... We would, it would get to like 1 a.m. and there would just be either people would fall asleep or there'd be very Larry uh, football chanting in the. Sorry, yeah. so for, for all of our overseas viewers, that is the proper term for soccer. Um, like soccer, what a fucking stupid term. Well, here's, here's, here's what I think. So I'm going to have the negative view on this because mm. I'm like anti WWE, but, but here's mine. I don't think we'll get WrestleMania. And here's, here's what you said part of it. One is the time zone difference. I think their core audience is Americans, which mm. would be, you know, kind of midday-ish, which I find a joke anyway, because how many times have we had to watch bloody WWE for fucking 20 years at 1 a.m.? <laughs> which, I know, I, I thought, right. which is kind of ironic. But I think that the second part is, because it's more of a festival than an event, to them, they it's not just the WrestleManias, it's the Hall of Fames, it's the other shows, but it's those kind of conventions that are near it to kind of make it a more of a sort of Super Bowl weekend type thing. Mm. And I think, like, when you get, like, the old legends who are in some, like, um, some conference thing or WrestleK or anything like that across the street, and everybody's cashing in on it because it's a big weekend, you know, all those legends, all that's access, for example, access has been a big thing. And it's, like, all the guys that you barely ever see, like, you know, um, what do you see, like, randomly at Superstar Billy Graham and Tatonka and all those really random ones, but they're like ambassadors and they just do signings. Mm. Not only they have to fly all of them over, yeah. every single one of them. I think that's one of the things that bothers them because it's not just, you know, an event, it's everything else. And I think to them, it has to be the festival and it won't be like that. Like you could do an alternative where you did British legends, but to them it'd be like, well, who the hell's going to know who these guys are? Yeah, it's like, well, but, they're, not, they're not our legends. Yeah, I was actually thinking about the other, like, probably yesterday about. I was like, okay, so say hypothetically Wembley Stadium gets WrestleMania. I was like, okay, well, you can host your takeover at Wembley Arena, but there's literally no... What are you going to put access in the Tesco around the corner? <laughs> the I was greatest like, Tesco's ever. I'll tell you what, what a Tesco's that would be. You can get your meal deal <laughs> and the Tatonka autograph all yes. for a fiver. <laughs> Actually, you know, Vince, Vince, get me on the phone. We'll do it. <laughs> 
meal, free meal deals for yeah. everyone. I mean, there's an Ibis hotel around the corner from Wembley <laughs> Arena. You could use that. And I was like, you know, there's not these. Yeah, we're we're a country that's dominated effectively by one sport. And when you look at like places in America where they have these massive like NFL stadiums, chances are there's like a, a hockey or a basketball team that plays in the, around the same place, and there's going to be these other big venues. We just don't have that. Yeah, it's more it's more the festival side of things that, that I'm seeing. It definitely, of course, will be an AEW event due to mm. the, of his ties with Fulham and all those kind of things. Yeah, it can just happen if you can make a TNT deal so easy. That he'll whack it in somewhere, and I think that will kind of be the kind of the, the cashing on that that first time. Mm. But it's more the festival side things that I think sort of for it. But I I did go to one of the 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 NXT takeover in London. I did go to that. My friend really wanted to go, so he sort of dragged me along. And I thought mm. it was it was a good show. It was it was it was hyped, and it was that typical you know British crowd that's hyped. And I'm like, I think to myself of what I just said, but I think to myself, man, look at this. These guys are loyal. You stick something on it, they will buy a ticket and they will be there. They will give you noise. They will give you, you know, loudness. They'll give you everything. And I feel like it's it's kind of a weird dynamic that it's uh, an audience that isn't uh, exposed from that side of things anyway. Yeah, like um, I went to Royal Quest for New Japan uh, oh. in August, and it's like I think it was four thousand tickets sold, and you know New Japan's only on, you know, it's it's just on demand here. Yeah, like you have to actively know New Japan to, yeah, absolutely to get to it, and you know it was a difficult day to get there because West Ham, it was at the Copper Box uh, in Stratford. Okay. And like West Ham were playing Norwich on the same day, so it was already going to be crowded, and there was going to be like the hotel I stayed in. Was, was that the like... thing where that NXT UK thing was the same time? Yes. That yeah, was... that was the Takeover Cardiff was on at the same time. Right, right. Because uh, WWE thought that it was selling badly, but they only spoke to one ticket vendor instead of three. Um, but you know, like, and the hotel I stayed in was sold out, like booked fully up because of people traveling from Norwich and that. But the fact, you know, you've got 4,000 4, people on something mm. that they have to actively seek out and pay for. Mm. Like, I don't yeah. think you'd lose money, but if you're going to do the full spectacle, like, I, I guess you can't really do SummerSlam because it always fucking rains here. <laughs> well, like, rain slam. Oh, man. Overcast winter, slam. Uh, all right, how about we winter slam. we'll do a winter slam. <laughs> Winter slam, sleet slam, frosty. Yeah, could, could, it'd be like the only. Sorry that like half the people aren't here at Wembley. The Metropolitan lines down again. Vince, you know Vince gets down, and gets sneezes. You can just imagine him looking at the sky. God damn it! Why can't you be sunny? He hates scarfs as well. Could you, God, like he hates scarfs. He hates scarfs. I've never heard that one. <laughs> yeah, like I think Jericho told a story about like the like. I was I think that's the reason he's like, look at you sitting there with your, your scarf. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus, know. like, you come to a cold, cold month. Like, do, do you reckon he gets really mad if he ever sees Liverpool fans chanting, you'll never walk alone with all their scarfs up? <laughs> Man, imagine taking him to a football game. Jesus Christ. Like, look at all oh. the bastards with their goddamn, with their goddamn scarfs on. <laughs> He'd probably get confused why they're not picking the ball up and throwing it. Like, God damn it, where's the turn? Where's the, turn? where's the entertainment? Where, where's the XFL? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the XFL. Cannot wait. <laughs> that is something that I'm surprised even came back up. 
That's yeah. more of a, I failed at it, so I'm doing it again so I don't fail. Mm. Like, does anybody want it? Although, in a way, I guess it'll kind of be good for some of the football players, well, American football players, that maybe don't get accepted for those drafts and stuff. So kind of mm. got the second. Um, but every time I hear XFL, I just kind of feel like it should be like extreme so we should have like steel chairs and tables and football. yeah. I always, I always thought if WWE were going to go into another sport, they should incorporate you know the sports entertainment aspect. Like mm. I, th- I think at least if you're going to score a touchdown, you have to like climb a 15 foot high steel cage to get into the end zone. You know. Well, you you, you know, it, especially if anybody's bald and got a goatee, because you know anybody that's bald and got a goatee, that motherfucker's got to get run over by a car. Oh yes, exactly. Like they should, that, that's an interception right there. You know, I feel like there's a lot. I feel like there's a lot of money being left on the table just doing regular football again. So I have a question for you. Can you sing Scatman? I cannot sing Scatman, but God, I would love to. <laughs> we could all live in Scatman's world, you know. I think we'd be in a better place. I hear Scatman's on Super Smash Brothers. God, I wish. <laughs> you imagine I would be running up to get my Switch right now if he was. Be right, man. I'm a skip, skip. What you So here's a a very deep question that I thought I'm doing it for you. You know when people when they do those those storylines where someone's in the parking lot or someone's backstage or which is very rare you used to get back in the day where someone would be attacked like way, way somewhere else, like a supermarket or something like that. Mm. Especially in the parking lot. Why do they have security come and break it up? You know what? I've always thought that. So I'm like, hang on a minute. You're about to like, oh no, Steve Austin gets run over by a car. Yeah. And I'm like, where the fuck's security? Maybe they were just all on their break at the same time. Well, i tell you something, the timing's absolutely incredible. Uh, like, <laughs> you know, maybe Triple H sat Rikisha down and he's like, look, they're all going to go on their lunch break at one. <laughs> 12, Run 15, him over do then. it. <laughs> it's like you've got an hour time slot. Who would you say is your favorite professional wrestler of all time? Oh, Kurt Angle. All right. Yeah, the, the three eyes. The you know, three eyes. like for all the you know for how WWE does the the all American hero. Like Kurt Angle was being this all-American hero that gets booed because of how obnoxious they are. He was and how how much he talked down to people and how much of a take it was on such a dated concept. It was mm. so good and he was he was so entertaining. Like I remember, like he fought Gangrel in like one of his second matches, and he, he was right. getting booed and he was like, "How can you boo me? Like boo the vampire?" <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean. He he was he came out of fire. I mean, if he comes out of fire, he's a badass. What would you say to a storyline revolving around you, Ryan Cowell, and Jeremy Kyle? Why? Okay. Well, first of all, why are we on? Why, why Jeremy Kyle? Because that man is banned from TV. I know he's banned from TV. <laughs> I thought maybe we could resurrect his career by kind of giving him a platform and C.A.W. is the place to resurrect his career. I mean, why am I saying this? I don't give a shit about resurrecting his Fuck you, Jeremy Carr, you dickhead. Yeah, fuck you. Uh, put him in the Rumble. Coral Stars Rumble next year. New Dawn, if you listen to this, grab him in. They're probably going to Adam, fuck Jeremy Carr. Do it. You owe the British something. So we are winding down on our my conversation with uh, Mr. Hopkins here. We're going to go into our Q&A 
very very shortly you'll have a good q a oh cute oh yeah but you know am i here or a face in a minute ah oh, question ah oh, fans how about you know what i think of the fans no 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 you know, if you listen to our previous shows they're not q a's from fans it's basically so here's the platform that i usually do I, I ask questions to you that are different from each show so it's always different you don't get the same questions i ask you two questions that are the same that i've asked every single person and then we end off with three life questions which uh, always get the uh, the mind going so don't, this don't, feels a lot like my French speaking exam when my teacher threw a question in. I had no idea what she said, so I was just like, uh, "What's she? What's she saying?" I she was like, well, "What do you want to study at uni?" And I was like, "Fuck knows." <laughs> well, hopefully you can answer these questions a little bit better for uh, for for. So the depending on what side of the fence you're on, the the sharp shoulder or the scorpion death lock. Who did it better, Sting or Bret Hart? As things, Sean's such a big Bret Hart fan, Sting. <laughs> Actually, we haven't talked much about Sean Walsh, have we? I feel like we've skipped that. Good. You got... Mr. Monopoly gets too much of a fucking spotlight. You, uh, you got any things to say about Mr. Walsh? You know what, Sean? I'm going to take your pride title. I'm going to end that title reign that you stole from AJ and COH. I'm the man. Ooh. Very, very but also, thank you for the call, Sauce Tile. <laughs> Next question is currently, right now, what's your favorite wrestling promotion? Um, ooh, well, it's not fucking progress, they suck. Um, probably ooh. AEW, which are, yeah. which are a lot more AEW than anything else. Um, yeah, I'm pretty as, as with like every year, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna get into more New Japan. Hmm. But then I just never do because their shows are on like a Tuesday while I'm at work, and I'm like, oh come on! Like that's why I was so happy that Wrestle Kingdom was on a Saturday Sunday so I could watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who has the worst nickname in professional wrestling? Oh, oh, God! I can't even think. Ah, oh, Premier Athlete Tony Nese is the only one I can think of at the minute. I'm like, Ugh. you don't like Premier Athlete? Maybe I, don't call like you... Tony, I don't like Tony Nese. The Premier Brand Ben Hopkins. Can I be the Premier in? The Premier in. <laughs> I didn't think of that. Damn. Maybe you should go with that. Man, you got Big Mac over. You can get I, that over too. I tell you what, our team with uh, Lenny Henry. <laughs> You uh, you see Lenny Henry in uh, in Doctor Who? You found Doctor Who? Um, not anymore. You know what? Matt Smith as the Doctor, I thought was awful, and I I just I just stopped watching. You didn't like him? I didn't. I, I he was all right, but I thought the writing was terrible for him. Okay, you didn't check out anything from uh from from Jody's stuff. I, I I've seen like brief bits of it. But then every time I see Bradley Walsh like appear on screen, I'm like, oh, you should not fucking be in this. <laughs> I don't like, really understand the uh, the th- the three companions. No, nah, a bit overkill. Yeah, it's like I feel like they're trying to because I've seen like bits of what they're doing in this season where like yeah. they're just bringing back a load of older characters. Like it feels like this season, just from the outside looking in, just it's like a massive nostalgia bait. I think it's because they. That I didn't see that for. I mean, this is the only stuff I've I've seen everything, but apart from this, the first Jody series. But I think they tried to do something brand new. I don't think people sort of levitated it to it as well. And then I just made a pun there and realised. But they, I don't think they kind of 
were linked to it and then i think because they were like okay maybe they want nostalgia so then they're bringing in all these these new things it's very difficult i guess when you're a new writer but again there's people who've done it really really well and then there's yeah. some that kind of like i think not crapping on the guy but this one's kind of doesn't really i mean i've checked out a few and it's it doesn't necessarily make a sense it's a bit kind of eh, i guess mm. but that's just like you know from from my own opinion of uh sort of what were we talking about Lenny Henry, also. Lenny Henry. We went from Lenny Henry to Doctor Who. Right. Well, that's it. There you go. Yeah. I forgot what my next question was now. God damn it. Who do you think would be the rudest pro wrestler in real life? Ryan Carroll. Oh, for fuck's sake. He's again. a very rude boy. Um, rude, Rudest wrestler. If we're talking actual people. Um, God, fuck. Are we talking like they're playing the character or just out of character? Uh, We'll go both. Go both. Oh, man, that's a difficult one. You know what? I've always thought that Luke Gallows looked like a bit of a miserable fuck. If you just oh, saw right. him in, like, a KFC and you're, like, I'm a big <laughs> fan of your work, can I have an autograph? He'd just be like, oh, no, I'm having my chicken. What like, the yeah. fuck is Luke Gallows doing in KFC? Hey, look, I don't know. What's the fucking America? They have a KFCs in America, don't they? Yeah, they're the ones that created it. I think well, there you well, go. Were... He might be in one there. They might have one. I don't know where are they. Louisville, Kentucky. There you go, Kentucky. <laughs> Kentucky fried chicken. You know that um, on Christmas Day, I know we all eat um, roast dinners over here and over there. In Japan, their like Christmas meal is KFC. Oh, I tell you what, they're always going to be years ahead of us. So they have to book like tables in KFC like a year in advance because they know it's going to be absolutely just packed. Because of course, there's only a certain amount, but. You know, you imagine, you know, Christmas Day, open your presents, oh, it's time for some chicken, it's time for some chips, some of that gravy, stick some oh, of that stuff in there. 100% go boneless banquet. So I thought that was quite interesting that that's, mm. their, that's their thing. Uh, yeah, so you were saying Luke Gallows, you think? Probably. I mean, he's always struck me as a guy that doesn't look too happy. I mean, maybe he's a lovely guy, and, you know, Luke Gallows, he might be listening into this, and if you are, do, oh, do write in. fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Actually, if he is, can you... Um... I'm telling you, I think you missed out going to AEW. Why'd you take another deal with WWE, idiot? But that's just my opinion. I like to see the, uh, the views of Jamco don't reflect me, Luke, you know? Well, but, they don't, but I, he's just living vicariously through me because he agrees with my opinion, but he doesn't want to say it. You know, loved your run as Festus. Imposter Kane, not so much. Imposter Kane. God, I remember that. Jesus. <laughs> Who is your guilty pleasure wrestler? So you're sort of like someone you shouldn't like, but you do like. Oh, bloody hell. That's a difficult one. See, I tell you, I'll bring the questions. God, um... See, this is what I'm talking about. I decided to do this because if I give you fan questions, it's just going to be Jay asking you about your dick. Yeah, that's true. So uh, I'm, I'm switching it up. All right, Grado, 100%. I don't know where I stand with him. You I, know I what? don't know. I, I, I used to be like, you know, I, I don't get it. I don't yeah. get it. And then I went to one of the TNA shows they'd done at Wembley. And he came out to Madonna like a prayer. And it, I was just like, ah, uh, like light bulb moment. I, I, I feel like to yeah. fully understand him, you kind of need to experience him live in a crowd that gets him already. Like I used, I, like, I ended up using Madonna like a prayer when I, I made my, my entrance in my, uh, my year 13 drama exam based off oh of that. Cause I, was, I was like, I needed, I needed an entrance music. To work as this, <laughs> it was a comedy. I'd like to point out, like I wasn't doing a serious show. 
Like, I'm going to go off tangent here now. If there are any people here that do drama in their schools, right? You, you've done theatre acting as well, right? Oh, yeah, I've done... Uh, um, yeah, did it for GCSE, did it for A-level, yeah. did some other stuff. All right, what is it with kids doing their GCSE that thinks they're capable enough to do such a serious subject as someone dying from cancer? What do you mean? Like, you would have, like... I sat through about 10 fucking exams All right. of kids, and they'd be like, they, they try and convey these emotional points of someone, okay. you know, passing away from cancer. Okay. I mean, recently my uncle passed away from, uh, from cancer. You know, it, it, it's something that affects them, and you've got this, like, person on stage that's just like, oh no, how sad. Right. This okay. is very, very heartbreaking. It's like, I, I don't know if it's a case that people, like, schools, put that on them it's like oh no no one wants to see comedy it's like well fuck yes they want oh, to see oh so comedy. you're saying why they're doing much serious kind of yeah, stuff yeah i'm like you can't like i can't convey serious shit mm-hmm. and I, I passed my a levels barely but i passed them you know and i've done that through doing comedy my, my they've whole... always done that though it's yeah, like whatever it's whatever so there's like whatever the play is that you that you study like it was always something from shakespeare something from greek mythology uh something from like an, an affair, a death, a yeah. murder. It's it's like I think they just try and do it as a way to try and make you convey emotions. But I'm like, I like I hear you. It's it's yeah. do do something different. It's like you know I'm not someone that can very much convey emotions. Like my my exam is up on my old Facebook account with four people I don't speak to anymore. Um, but it's um you know it, it's a farce because. You know, I, I think that you can get a better reaction, and like I don't go to stuff to to leave it miserable. I don't I don't want to watch a film where in the end everyone everyone dies and everyone cries. You know, I want I want to leave and you know have fun, have a good yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. So it's like um, part of my main inspiration for it was the uh, the Naked Gun trilogy. Oh yeah, yeah, that's that's fantastic. That So I'm going to do something a little bit different with you. Um, I sometimes do. Well, I'm going to give you a gift. Now, usually I sometimes work out a different side because I've been doing the, this Q&A thing at the end with everybody. And again, the questions are always different and the two questions in the middle are the same. I was worried where you were going from after you were like, no, yeah, I just go whack out. I'm like, whoa, uh, hold on a minute. <laughs> yeah, so basically, Ben, we're going to whack out our dicks and we're going to compare them. Look, I know my voice is very, very uh, appealing, but calm down. Actually, um, since you talked about that, let's let's get down and dirty. Let's Let's talk about this. So... This, you've just you kind of put me on a different like, way to that, right? So I propose a situation to you. you. Go to the toilet. There's two urinals, right? One is in one, but the other one's free. Go so cubicle. You... Well, that wasn't my question, but I... really? Yeah, no, no. If someone's what? using the urinal, oh, you don't on. use you don't use the empty one next to them. There are rules. There is decorum See, when it comes to why. toilet. Pants. That makes sense. When I've been doing it, or I work in the office, I go to the toilet. And there's two of them. Yeah. And he goes in, and I'm like, oh, he's going to drop a deuce. And then I'm like, actually, no, he's not. He took a piss, so he avoided yes. me. Yeah. I'm just yeah. in a light bulb moment. There you go. <laughs> That's what happens. That's weird. I didn't realize that. Man. I think it's just that you don't want to look at someone else's dick. Well, you know? this was my question. The question was, and you were meant to go, yeah, go to the urinal. So you go to the urinal. Is it, could you see yourself complimenting another man's dick? Uh- <laughs> No, but listen to me. This isn't like a J crack jam with J stuff, right? Let's let's think about it for now. Everybody needs positivity, right? 
yeah. everybody, we're, we're full of too much negativity in the news and people. I'm discussing about mental health. What is wrong with complimenting another man's dick? Uh, I don't think I can speak. You know, when I go to the toilet, I'm very, very regimented. I go in, do my business, leave. You know, I don't, I don't look around. Don't, okay, don't well, let me, let me, let me do it with there. you. Then. So, I take the cue. I take the uh, the urinal next to yours. Yeah. I whip it out. I start peeing, and then I, I kind of, I tilt my head over to you, and I look down, <laughs> and I say, "Hey, Ben, that's a nice dick." What would you say? Thanks. <laughs> I am. Uh, what am I supposed to say? Yes, I wanked it myself. What? <laughs> well, can't you then go back and go, thank you, that's really made a difference to my day. Thank you for complimenting me. What's the difference between someone saying, oh, you've got big arms, oh, you've got you know, nice hair, got a nice well, complexion. Because you know, you're trying to have a piss, you? you've not <laughs> gone in there for someone to have a look at your dick and be like, oh, yeah, that's nice. Well, I mean... Everyone needs some positive. Anyway, back to what my original. I mean, you made me go on this route, so this, this part's your fault. So what I was saying was, yes, we usually have a template Q and A thing for for everybody. So I've decided to do something a little bit different. Sometimes I, I whack out a little bit something different for, uh, for for each individual. For you, this is the game. I have picked a random pay per view, and you're going to tell me who went over and who didn't. Now, this random pay-per-view that I've chosen is TNA Lockdown 2010. So, we have nine matches. Right. So you've got to tell me. So, we'll, we'll see sort of how many points you get out of it. So, you tell me who went over. Did you ever watch this pay-per-view? Do you, do you even remember it? Uh, can you tell? What was the main event? It was... Well, I can't tell you because then you've kind of got a head start on... Oh, right. It was basically a team versus a team. Oh, shit. Probably it was, not. It was like three, four guys versus four other guys. Oh, anyway. it's a lethal, it was a lethal lockdown main event, right? Yeah, it's not yeah, the one yeah. I was, it's not the one I was thinking of. Shit, right? Let's go. <laughs> Which one were you thinking of? I was thinking of the Joe Magnus one. I have no idea what that is. I think that was like 2013. Okay. Right. First match: Rob Van Dam versus James Storm in a steel cage match. Uh, Rob Van Dam. Correct. Homicide against Alex Shelley. Brian Kendrick and Chris Sabin in an escape match, whatever the fuck that was. What was that? Uh, can you just repeat the uh, people in that? Sorry. Sure. Homicide. Yep. Alex Shelley. Yep. Brian Kendrick. Yep. Chris Sabin. Right. Escape match, yeah? Yes. Uh, escape match, escape match. Who's going to be X Division champion at that time? Oh, fucking hell. Let's go. Well, that wasn't for, for the X Division title. That's what I'm trying. I'm trying to think of who would, who's like the more important one at the time. Uh, Chris Sabin, uh, Brian Kendrick, Alex Shelley. It's not going to be Chris Sabin. I don't think so. I'm going to go Alex Shelley. That is like your final answer. Yeah, go on then. That is incorrect. Oh, who was it? It was Homicide. Oh, it was my second guess. And here, here's, here's a five star match Kevin Nash against Eric Young. <laughs> Yeah, the steel cage match. Oh, oh wait, they're all in steel cage. Yeah, it's lockdown, mate. <laughs> all right, sorry, I didn't realize that. Um, God, I feel like uh, oh great, one of my friends is drunk and texting me the lyrics to Judas. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say Kevin Nash isn't doing the job, so Kevin Nash wins. You would be correct. Yeah, no job, Kevin. Four, four minutes fifty seconds. That was. Oh. Four minutes too long, in my opinion. Diesel power. The beautiful people, which is beautiful people. Madison Rain and Velvet Sky, who are mm. the, uh, I think this is the TNA Knockouts Tag Team Champions. 
mm. with Lacey Von Eric, the oh, uh, the daughter of one of the uh, wrestlers that you were, what was it, TCF Tag Team TCF Champion? TCF Swag Team Champion. Yeah. Represent. Against Angelina Love and Tara. Ooh, beautiful people. Well, correct. Yeah. Kazarian against... Wait, why is he? Oh, it must have been like a he wins to go. So I guess Homicide wins that match, and then he gets to go into a, a TNA. I guess the title was vacant. So now yeah. it's Kazarian, Homicide, Shannon Moore. I think triple threat. I know. Um, I think this one's Kazarian because I believe Doug Williams was X Division champ at the time, but he couldn't make it because of the volcanic ash cloud from Iceland. Jesus, I don't even remember that. Was that it was all right. It was all right though. You are right, but I wonder if that's actually on it about that. If Doug Williams, because I, I I think Doug Williams won it back on like the impact tapings the week after. Because he's like, oh yeah, like, it, it says here uh, it was unable to get to St. Louis due to massive flight cancellations. Well, yeah, you're right. It's about the volcano. Yeah. You're right. Damn, you've got good memory. Oh, I've got good memory. I just fucking see it as well. <laughs> I think you should get an extra point for that. Good damn. Well, you got an extra point for that. I'm going to kill you. Team 3D, brother Devon, brother Way. Brother Way, Brother Ray, versus the band of Kevin Nash and Scott Hall, the band. Two paydays for Big Kev. Um, God, I guess the first question is, did Scott Hall actually show up? Um, Wait, let me check, let me check. <laughs> uh, well, this is ironic. It was also announced that Six Park was supposed to be in it, and he no-showed the event and would not compete in his scheduled match. Um, so actually, <laughs> the one person that was there was Scott Hall. Oh so gosh. Scott Hall and X Park were meant to go against Team 3D. So it's Kevin Nash that filled in. So Scott Hall is basically like the one that was there of their everything. Oh my goodness. Um, I know I said Kevin Nash doesn't do the job, but because he's a replacement, I'm going to say Team 3D. You are correct. Yeah. Kurt Angle against Mr. Anderson. Oh, Anderson. Kurt Angle, he does the moonsault off the cage and nearly fucks it up. How do you remember all this? He's coming back to me. The volcanic ash clouds. I don't even me. remember this pay-per-view. <laughs> wow, you're really good. Right. AJ Styles with Ric Flair. I don't know what he's doing with AJ Styles. Against D'Angelo De Niro for the TNA World Heavyweight Championship. AJ Styles, Pope never won the world title. That would also be correct. Yeah. And the main event. Team Hogan. Team Hogan. Versus, let's, let's not even. Well, actually, you know what? You know what? Push. Fine. <laughs> let's let's be honest then. I'm not even going to read out who's in it. So I'm going to give you an extra point if you tell me who was in the match then. Oh, okay. Um, so who's in Team Hogan? Four people. Team Hogan. Four people. Four people. Team Hogan. Abyss. Yep. RVD. Yep. Jeff Hardy. Yep. Oh shit. Oh shit. I'm going to come back to that last one. Okay. I'm just gonna leave. Team Flair. Yep. Beer Money. Yep. Not uh, Desmond Wolf. Yep. Sting. I didn't even get that one. Yeah. Oh shit! Who's the last one? Jesus man. Who's the last one? You're not Team reading Hogan? this on Wikipedia. You're, I'm, I'm not you're lying reading to me. this. I'm doing this off my memory. Right? See, I'm like, oh, he's really good, but then I don't know you're cheating. Um. Oh fuck. Who was on the roster at that time? Um, the one person you're you're missing is almost like the the. Then again, if I say it, I'll give it away. You can't you can't forget this person. 
because he is synonymous with this with TNA. Oh, AJ Styles is already been booked. Um, Garth, I have no idea, so I'm, I'm going to say. No, I want you to get it now. I want you to get it just because of how proud I am that you've done it. Oh, I don't know. Um, Jeff Jarrett. Is it? Yeah. Fuck off. You missed the one that man who said that was with TNA. Oh man, God. Who won? Uh, Team Hogan won. Um, uh, God, all I can remember is in the end that Hogan and Flair both got in the ring and Flair decided to blade again. Um, Abyss probably pinned Desmond Wolf. I don't actually know that. that I, I'm, pro- I, I'm pretty sure Abyss got the pinfall because he was doing that whole storyline where Hulk's Hall of Fame ring gave him magic powers. I, I don't even know what to say. So, mate, are you a secret TNA fan? I, I was a very big TNA fan back in the day. <laughs> I do... Uh... Well, I, my memory is pretty hazy, but I would have probably watched this at some point. But I, I, I think I know it's... what you mean, because it's like the Flair and Hogan, they're going to do it, they're going to get in the ring, and they're going to yeah. fight. I don't know if they did fight, though. I can't remember. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that they've done the spot where Hogan like runs Flair into every cage wall, and then Flair flops down and blades himself. Um, I don't... So, really, you only got one... One wrong, yeah. Which was the homicide match. Yeah. Good yeah, we, me, me and my dad always used to go to the uh, the tapings they done at Wembley. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, uh, we because they always used to be on a Saturday, so we could go. And I wouldn't like because Wembley's quite a distance. I wouldn't have to miss any sort of scoring or anything. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I did get to see the uh, the hair versus hair match between EC3 and Spud, which is probably one of my favourite matches I've seen live. See. This I, I I don't even know what to say. Like if I would have done this, I would have probably fucked it all. Up. I would have been like, <laughs> he was in TNA. <laughs> well, what we'll do is I quite like this game with you because you quite got to play. I wish I could play it all day, but we're uh, we're heading on to about nearly two hours, so our people will probably get pissed off. with I'm playing <laughs> playing guess the person <laughs> the pay per view Ben Hopkins. Tell you what, so, we'll, do a se- we'll do a separate podcast in time. We will. And I'm gonna. T- it's gonna be the the Ben Hopkins game, testing his TNA. <laughs> And then I might pick up like a, and then I'll I'll be really horrible and bring up like a random territory pay per view from like the NWA or Mid South oh, or something, God. and I'll, I'll be like, so we will do that. Actually, I want to do that. I think that'd be awesome. I think, now, I, think I feel like you need to keep a leaderboard of all this shit. So really, you got we got you got eight out of the nine, and then I gave you two extra points because you remembered who was in Team Hogan, which that was incredible. Let's get back to the Q&A. So we're going to head on down the road. I'm talking to Ben Hopkins. The reason I'm saying I'm t- talking to Ben Hopkins is this is for the individual that skipped 50 minutes, skipped an hour to hear what was going on, if there's anything intriguing and interesting. So I say to you, go back to the beginning, go back to the intro, and listen to it from scratch, you lazy bastard. And that's how I saved all of those lives. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, the two questions that I ask everybody, it's always a controversial one. Everyone always loves it. Mr. Hopkins, who is the most overrated CAW? Ryan Carroll. Oh, well, you could have picked someone else. <laughs> oh, man. I don't right, know Ryan Carroll is out. You can't pick All right, Smokey. Why? Because I don't like him. Why? And he also... And look... If anyone goes around, I know he's your friend, so I will I'll keep my yeah, word. Yeah, but no, but in, in fairness, though, even though he is, I never yeah. let anybody not say yeah. they can say what like, they want because that would be, be pushing agenda. That would be dickish of me. I don't like the fact that someone goes around like, oh, you have to listen to me because I've uh, I've been doing this for ten years. I've been doing this for ten years. That doesn't mean your opinion matters more. 
Sure. Because if it did, I've been doing it for 12, so surely I outrank you. Yeah. But I don't see it as that. Mm. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I can't name a, a good smoky feud or a or a good smoky primer. I remember that time he faced Cody Rhodes in WEDF, but that's about it. And that was about when the like fuck was ago. that? Oh, that was about eight years ago. Oh my god, you watched WEDF? I watched it being the past tense. What happened to WEDF? Um, I think people just got bored, bored of it. You know, the majority of it was you know using a lot of the characters in the base game as kind of like a WWE right. universe simulator in the end. I think people yeah. cried out for original people, you know, cutting yeah. promos in the end. You know, time times change. Yeah. 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 Uh, with that being said, who is the most underrated CAW? Uh, this guy, I don't know if you've heard of him, called uh, the Ben Hopkins brand. No. No, <laughs> oh, c- Come on. No. Please. How can you be underrated? You're not the fucking belt. Well, I should have more belts. Oh, so he's underrated because he hasn't got more belts. Yes. That's like Buddy saying, oh, yeah, you know who's really underrated? John Cena. No, no, because I, I cut the the Big Mac, the Premier in. The, please, please, I'm begging you, please make that. And I, I beg of you, get the Premier in logo. In fact, I'm going to research the Premier in logo right now. I'm ahead of you. I'm already, de- I'm already looking for transparent images. See, yeah, you've got the, you've got the moon. Actually, that's not really going to work. You can't have, like, a sleeping moon. I don't really know how that works for you. Um, well, this purple one's all right, you know. Well, just use the, the purple circle. Why can't I just be like, I'm the Premier Inn, I'm going to put you to sleep. Then Lenny Henry's going to come <laughs> in and go, if you haven't had a good night's sleep, money back guaranteed. Guarantee. <laughs> I'm on it. See, I want, I want royalties for this. But, mate, I could never go to a Premier Inn again without <laughs> laughing now. <laughs> Maybe Lenny Henry should be your manager. Yeah, he's going to be like, can I help you? But like, oh, yeah, it's me, the Premier Inn. Premier Inn. Yes. Okay. Anybody who is watching this, who has Ben Hopkins on his show, Premier Inn is the thing. Start making it happen, or I'm going to be very angry, and you're not coming back on the podcast. <laughs> okay, right. Oh, that's serious on the underrated. Um, it's one of my, uh, someone I call one good friend, uh, Aether Atomusk. ECW, AWF, COH. I don't honestly think there is a better like face that you can just get behind and root behind. Okay. Um, I, you know, criminally underrated. If it was me, he would be, um, he would be main event, top of card, top of every card. What is it right. about you that you like? There's just, there's a unique presence to the way that Aether's character is, is set up that, that draws you in. There's a, the fantastic match for El Dorado Championship Wrestling's Money in the Bank between Aether and the world champion Ryan Asriel. Okay. That if you haven't seen, I would thoroughly recommend. I'd recommend most of what ECW does, despite the fact that RPJ's mean and he keeps booking me when I said, no, I want to go on holiday. Um, <laughs> that really will get you behind Aether as, as a talent. And he's also a very nice person. And uh, cool. they, that, that also helps. We'll be checking out Mr. Aether Adamusk. Uh, check him out on part of the, the leagues. So now we're going to be doing uh, three live questions, as we usually do, and then we're going to head on out of here. And uh, you, Mr. Hopkins, will certainly be someone I'll be bringing back due to the fact they're on the same time zone. I don't have to wait until your parents are again, do I? 
Oh, probably, but I'll it's like, all right. I like the sixth of March. Uh, I'll tell you what, we'll we'll organise some dates. We've got we've got to let this podcast breathe first, and then then you can bring me back. I tell you what, why don't you bring your bring your recording equipment down to London? We'll also film it while we're looking for Stephen. You can name a random TNA pay per view. I'll tell you the match <laughs> card. Well, what's well, Impact Wrestling now, isn't it? So oh, same fucking thing. Impact Wrestling. We are wrestling. So. I just came across a question. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I just came across a question and I was like, why would I ask you this? It was, oh, my God. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I need to compose myself. <laughs> it was, it was, in what ways or places do you especially like me to touch you? <laughs> this is so, this is like pervy questions. Uh, well, none. <laughs> This is worse when I asked Al Cabrera, like, what did you like about dating us? And it really, like, bothered him. <laughs> I had to come off the question. Right, back, back to my regular scheduled question. Oh, gotta, gotta love that. If you knew that you only had one year to live, what would your change in your life? What would you change in your life? God, I think I would go around to everyone I hate and tell them how much that I hate them and they can live with that for the rest of their life. Why can't you do that now? Because that requires effort, and I have a lot, a lot. I have a lot longer to live. Mm, you spend a whole year going round to everyone. Yeah, you? I'd be like, look, I'm dying in eight months. I just want to tell you, I really fucking hate you, and I'm taking that to the grave. There ain't no forgiveness for you. How would your best friends describe the real Ben Hopkins? God, Jesus, I don't think I have any friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think they would say, "I'll be your I'm, friend." Oh, you're too kind. They would say I'm a very nice, intelligent, funny, charismatic, charming, handsome, wonderful individual, and there's truly no one else like me. I don't think they would say that. I think they would say that. They would say that if I forced them. (laughs) Why? How are you going to force them? You're going to threaten them? I'll tell them that their local sports team sucks until they they say it. How about that? You know, no one wants to hear that. How many uh, Champions League have Arsenal won? Uh, Next question. Ah, gotcha. I've been, I've, been, I've, been, I've been waiting. That, I've been waiting to use that all day. Yeah. Oh, well, well, did you know football existed before two thousand and five? How about that? Here you go. See, he's getting a bit touchy. You, when you you're getting sports, a bit touchy. See, when I bring the sports team out, it's when uh, that's where you can ruffle Ben Hopkins's feathers. You know, what if you're... someone shit on your on your football team in a promo? Would you? I'd probably fucking agree with them. <laughs> I mean, like Arsenal, they'd be like Arsenal shit, and I'd be like, well, yeah, they are tenth in the table. Well, I mean, there's always next year and the yeah. year. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh. Actually, one question I haven't asked you, which I actually had wrote down, but I kind of skipped over because I was too busy talking about how you would touch me. Have, oh. you ever, have you ever got in like a really heated promo with someone, and then you kind of you're in that sort of position, that line of. Was that a shoot? Was it not? And you're sort of trying to figure out whether you should go there or not go there. Have you been in a situation like that? Um, kind of. The, the promo I mentioned earlier in the, uh, in the podcast, me and Brandon before Call Stars 12. Yeah, because you said oh, it got a little bit heated. Got, got very heated. There was a bit where um, I was he- heavily involved. There was a lot of angry words. I think I, think I started sweating at one point. Um, Why did you bit... start swearing, though? Why Sorry, was he angry? Sw- no, no, I started sweating. Oh, right. But why was he getting angry? I, I think it was just the case that we were just both riling each other up. Right, and we right, both right. kept interrupting each other. 
and there was there was a bit where to be fair, I did plan on saying it, but the way it came out was a bit a bit, oh, is this a shoot where like Brandon was saying something, I just started going, just shut the fuck up, Brandon. Shut the fuck up. The adults <laughs> are talking. Shut the fuck up. Well, good. I just there. kept saying that. But then once once the promo finished and we've like and uh, Sean Sean went quite and finished recording, he's like, is that's good? And we, we both kind of went, Yeah, it was really good. We both got into that. <laughs> well that's kind of uh I, I don't know what I'd do with that. I kind of uh I'd kind of go there, but then you, you get that idea of what if I go there, then afterwards you'd be like, whoa, whoa, you didn't stick to the topic, brother. What, why don't you go there? Well, well, shooting on me, brother. Going into Shit business on. for yourself, dude. Let's do the next one. I had it here. Now I've lost it. God damn, what have I done? Ah, here we go. Where do you go when you need inspiration? Uh, Pawn hub. Uh, oh god, you're not Adam <laughs> Jackpot, are you, buddy? Have you? Did you listen to that podcast? Oh god, that was a, that was a that was a joke. Um, where do I go for inspiration? Um, normally I will look up uh, sort of promos of certain people. Um, normally look up. There's when I was looking for like how to deliver comedy, I'd look up classic Kurt Angle promos. Okay. There's that one where he told tells the uh, the godfather that he got by on the, the free eyes and the big eight abstinence and does a rhyme about <laughs> wearing a condom. Um, <laughs> there's also the one where he does the, the mock interview with The Rock. Yeah. Um, that was also a good one. Um, normally I just look to... Um, I look at the feud that I'm doing. I try and give a real-world real uh, comparison and then I'll look to the primos that were done for there to see how like certain people reacted at that time. So I can be like, ah, oh, I can sort of use this sort of point of where they're going as an inspiration or how they phrase this. Um, I'll also like every now and then I'll, I'll think of a line that I can throw in there and then just like use it and I'll be like, all right, so I can implement that here, here and here. Uh, and it sort of forms that way. Last question on the list. This is work related, by the way, mm. is what you're doing now, what you always wanted to do. Uh, I mean, probably not. I don't think I ever had a set goal. Tell a lie. What do you do, by the way? I never actually asked you. Uh, I'll tell you off camera. Okay, not yeah, the, these people don't need to know that. All right, fine, fine, fine. Yeah, um, I work for the police. Uh, no, that's a joke. God, can you imagine me, law enforcement? I can, do, I can just about <laughs> fucking run. Uh, um, no, it wasn't why. At one point in my life, I wanted to be a teacher, but then like, I realised, God, Jesus, I hate kids. Um, <laughs> so that was out the window. Um, I was never someone that really had a set specific goal, but whatever I'd done, I, I'd like to throw myself into. So what I'm doing now, I do, I do enjoy. So I'll see if I can make a career out of that. And if not, I will. Um, I'll sign with NXT UK as every other British person oh, does. God. Ash, we've got a we've got an extra question here to to before we end the show. What was the greatest Rinker King match? Oh, oh, anyone that featured Scott Steiner. Uh, I'm looking at the matches, and um, I don't think was he even any of them. I'm sure he was in. Well, um, okay, well, oh, hold on. He might, yeah, he was. I, I think I'm looking at tournaments, but I I've got no bloody idea. I, I'm just looking at people who were in it, and I was like, why were you in it? Rinker King, what a thing that was. Savio Vega was a trainer in it. Oh, Savio. In a bloody Rinker King. God, Rinker King. And then Chavo Guerrero Jr. and Harry Smith were a tag team. <laughs> tag team champions. 
Oh right. yeah, that, that's where he was called Bulldog High. Yeah, yeah. God. And Abyss and Scott Steiner were a tag team as well. I think there that's we probably your. There we go. They're, Why are they calling like... Nick Aldis Brutus Magnus, like Sir Brutus Magnus? Why are they calling him that? Uh, I think I, I, you know, I have no idea. That was a mess. I don't know why they done that. Ruined that. Yeah. Well, we are now at the end of my conversation with the core cool all-stars heavyweight champion this is ben hopkins before we head on down the road as we do anything you want to promote anything you want to say before you get out of here or we get out of here uh make sure to watch everything ben hopkins related and say how great i am because uh, it really makes a difference you know not 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 to not to go on like work to people but it's always great to hear back from people that are enjoying my work because at the end of the day I, I do this as a form of entertainment not just for myself but for everyone so if you do enjoy what I do thank you very much if you don't well your local sports team sucks well coming in hard on that one well it's been a been a real pleasure talking to you Mr Hopkins it's especially Thank you for having me on. It was actually the best thing to be able to talk to you at a appropriate time. Yeah. I tell uh, you what, don't... one of the one of these days, us Brits will will run the industry. We we will. Um, I'm actually. I don't know if you know this, and I'm gonna tell you a secret right on it. I am actually the next person to in line to take over Cool All Stars. Oh, so, um, right. Well, I'm. I've got this creative control clause, so. Um, oh yeah, I'm I'm, I'm not that. doing I'm the job, brother. I'm 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 taking it out, and I'm going to bury you. And you know who I'm going to have you job to? Oh, it's going to be Ryan Carroll. It's going to be Ryan Carroll. Oh man, so much. Ryan Carroll, you're the new job, buddy. Well, now I'm not going to be able to sleep at night, so I hope you're happy with yourself. What would you do if um, Ryan Carroll bought the house next door to you? God, move. <laughs> move well Mr. Hopkins we will certainly bring you back here on the FWC tour this is the portion of the uh, episode where you basically put me over yeah um, you know what if it wasn't for Ben Hopkins you'd probably be my favourite person wow that's it I put you over dickhead number two's good spotting Champions League next year <sighs> you know I can't leave it at that I can't end the show <laughs> on that I was about, I was about to end it but I'm not ending it like that. Okay. Um, I'm going to end it some other way. All right. Okay. I'll try again. I'll try again. Um, you're not Ryan Carroll, and that makes you a great person. Can you not say anything nice about anyone? That was nice. Right. Just, just take, take a moment. I'll give you a moment. Just think of something nice to say about me. Like, just something nice. Thanks for that time you complimented my dick. This has been FWZ Talk with Ben Hopkins. Goodbye. I just want to make something very, very clear before we wrap up this podcast that I'm not a pervert in any way. There ain't nothing wrong with complimenting another man's junk. If anything, I think it creates more positivity between men. And I think that's where we need to go as human beings these days because there's too much negativity. So if you ever go up to urinal, don't take the cubicle. Don't be that guy. Roll up to the urinal. Get your junk out, do your business, and then switch over to the guy next to you and say, hey, you got a nice dick. <laughs> I cannot be responsible for any uh, comebacks or responses from the individual that may come your way, and I'm not going to be held any responsible for that. That is it. 
We're about to head on down the road, thanks to Mr. Ben Hopkins, who is uh, strangely knowledgeable about all things TNA. Who would have thought it, huh? The Ben Hopkins brand and TNA. But I think we should bring him back and do a good old TNA quiz, see how good his TNA uh, knowledge is. But that's it. Join me next time, where I'm going to be interviewing an individual who is rising up the ranks of the CAW world. I call him the king! The King, Bobby Mitchell, will join us here on Tuesday for another edition of FWZ Talk. FWZ Talk is available on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Check out all things FWZ on the FWZ Collection Channel.